Now the end is near And so I face the final curtain My friend, I'll say it clear I'll state my case Of which I'm certain I've lived a life that's full I traveled each and every highway And more, much more than this I did it my way Regrets, I've had a few But then again, too few to mention I did what I had to do And saw it through without exemption I planned each charted course each careful step along the byway and more much more than this I did it my way yes there were I'm sure you knew When I bit off More than I could chew But through it all When there was doubt I ate it up And spit it out I faced it all And I stood tall And did it my fill my share of losing and now as tears subside I find it all so amusing to think I did all that and may I say Not in a shy way Oh no Oh no, not me I did it my way For what is a man What has he got If not himself Then he has not
John Fetterman out of hospital and back with family. You're gonna live with me now. I'm gonna take care of you. Doctors say he's back to 100%. John Fetterman out of They turned me loose from the nervous hospital. I don't know if any of that's true, but I found that clip and I had to play it. Uh, good morning, ass family, and welcome to another fun-filled edition of That's right, you guessed it, the Arnie State Show. Uh, lots of nice messages on here this morning. Uh, tough day for me. Today is the six-year anniversary of when my dad passed away. So we uh, we played the music for him this morning. Today's music's all dedicated to him. So um, I'm not going to dwell too much on it. I got some horrible news about a friend of mine last night. So the, the, the last 24 hours, just, just not really great. But I'm here. I'm ready to go. There's a lot of stuff to talk about. We have Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy on the show today, for God's sakes. I mean, how awesome is that? That is pretty awesome. Yesterday, though, was fantastic because it was the first episode of the third season of Ted Lasso, and it was awesome. Hashtag fuck Nate. That's a hashtag I'm putting on everything because I don't like that little son of a bitch anymore. He's a damn bastard. I said it. Yeah. I said I said it. You're darn right. You want to know why? Because that guy is. That is full-blown witchcraft. It's witchcraft. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm not a fan of Nate whatsoever. Nate, not great. Nate is a jerk. There you go. Uh, let's say some good mornings out there, shall we? First one here, the good Darren says, good morning, ass family. Good vibes going your way today, big guy. Thank you. I do appreciate that, and they are much needed. Well, I freaking Fire says, what's happening, ass? What's happening, my brother? How are you, my friend? Uh, Derek. Derek, Derek, Derek. Um, uh Says, good morning, ass family, on this cold Friday evening morning. I know it's a hard day for you, king of the ass. Let's get through this day together. Becca. Indeed, we Becca. will get it through together. I promise you that. No. Nope. Oh, my lucky stars. The one and only bratty kid is all up in the house. Holy mother of Jesus. Yep. You make me. Happy. Oh, okay. Well, I appreciate that. You have a great morning as well. Fred says, good morning, y'all. Arnie, thanks for being here with us today. Hope you have a good day, buddy. I will. Swoosh says, morning, ass family. Hopefully the network decides to work today. I hope it does. Chazman says, howdy, ass family. The hump from yesterday was horrible. Hopefully today goes way smoother. Have a fantastic day, everyone. Fuck your mama. Hot mama in the house. She says, happy Friday, Eve ass. Christopher all up in here says, hey, you guys. 
good old Chunk. You get you gotta love Chunk from the Goonies. That's not a movie I can watch all the time. Every once in a while, it's not too bad to turn on. Uh, maybe I'll watch it. So I don't know. I haven't seen it in a while. Back there. M-O. Homo. There it is. Good morning, Arise. Hope you're doing well today. Sanchez family says ahoy. Get ready for another digital international currency. Oh, man, oh, man. We, we, we have so much to talk about with this banking system and just how corrupt and how horrible this fucking whole thing is and what you're not being told and what you're saying. Oh, look here. Don't look here. What we thought about Gavin Newsom before him being corrupt has taken a turn even more for the worse for him. You see, not only did Gavin Newsom have direct ties with the SVB Bank through his wineries, not only did he have personal accounts there for years, not only was his wife on one of their charitable boards and they gave him $100,000, oh, but here's the big part. California governor lobbied the White House and Department of Treasury about the pending bailout of Silicon Valley Bank. You can't do that. You can't go to the president and go, hey, uh, uh, I got all my do-re-mi tied up here. I'm going to need y'all to bail them out real quick because they're, they're a bunch of fucktards and they don't know what to do with money. They supported me for Christ's sake. I'm not opposed to politicians having money. I I understand that a lot of wet pellet politicians come from money. I get it. I I understand. It's a wealthy man's game. The idea, though, that you gain wealth when you get into the public eye, I don't know when this started. I, I, I really don't know. But I've never seen such an influx of millionaires of the people that are in Congress right now and the people that are our state legislators. Violation of the law in California and a conflict of Ensign Newscom is the worst of all politicians. He reminds me of Huey Long. There's a movie out there that, that Sean Penn did because Sean Penn likes crooked politicians. Just look him up. And... um. Sean Penn played Huey Long, who was the governor, two-time governor of Louisiana, and then a state, uh, and then a senator. And he was described. I, I looked it up this morning because the, he is truly a a someone that I would imagine Gavin Newsom runs his style after. They they called him the first dictator on American soil. He grabbed power through correct and violent means. Political opponents went missing. Some were nearly killed. Now, I know that was in the 20s and things like that. Buenos dias, Ogre. How are you, my friend? But this guy ran, he ran the state of Louisiana, kind of like Gavin Newsom, tried to run the state of California during the whole pandemic as a dictator. And 
And yet, somehow, this is the amazing part of both. Oh, you know what, Ogre, since you just showed up, I, I, I'm i going to go ahead and play this again for you because I, I, I know how much you like this. Um, this was a breaking news we had. John Fetterman out of hospital and back with family. You're going to live with me now. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take care of you. <laughs> Doctors say he's back to you. 100%. Oh, I love you, John. Oh, I love you, John. That's what he calls his wife, I guess. Uh, Timmy and Nicole, good morning to you. Ogre says, Chunk. Yeah, so, Huey Long was a very, very corrupt guy. Gavin Newsom, obviously, so very corrupt. I mean, how people didn't call him out more for when he closed all restaurants and wineries in Napa Valley except his? That was amazing to me. That was truly amazing. I can't believe he got away with it. But he got away with it because the people of California are just like the people of Louisiana. They support this guy. They buy his bullshit. They buy his rhetoric. They buy his fake tough guy act. You know, they're, they're, it, it, I love watching like tough, tough guy politicians. And there are a few that I believe could be tough guys. Chip Roy out of Louisiana, I would not want to fuck with Chip Roy. John Kennedy out of what, South Carolina? You know what? That's a good old boy who's probably gotten into a fucking slobber knocker or two. Only Sloth has more vocal, uh, verbal acumen than Fetterman, even after the nervous hospital. Uh, is the Fetterman 100% post-retardation or pre-retardation? But I, I love seeing the tough guy, like Jim Jordan. Jim Jordan's Republican. He's on. He's the head of a lot of committees, and I like him because he's tough, and he doesn't take bullshit answers. He's not really tough. You look at him and go, eh, you're not too tough. And then you get Gavin Newsom coming out there every once in a while showing his teeth. Well, I tell you what, Gavin Newsom, I, I want to know when the last time Gavin Newsom got into a throwdown was. Because uh, I'll say this right now, it was probably in third grade. And uh, I guarantee that, that that girl that was in the fourth grade that liked him beat the hell out of him. And that was the last time he ever got into some fisticuffs. He'd run to Aunt Nancy. And as he knows him, Aunt Paul. <laughs> uh, Gavin Newsom looks and sounds like a desperate man at the end of his rope. Oh, I hope so. Yeah, he'd run over to Aunt Nancy and Aunt Paul's house. Paul would always be walking around with a glass of scotch and a hammer. And they would say, no, no, you don't get into fights. We end fights here. We'll just foreclose their house. So there you go. There's the update on Gavin Newsom, that crooked son bitch. And crooked is just, I got to say, crooked is not a good enough word for him. It just really isn't. By the way, that Silicon Valley Bank, This is wonderful to know. 
Um, they donated over $73 million to Black Lives Matter. Do you think that Aunt Paul touched his dono place? Oh, I'm sure. Donations were used to fund further organizations and political action committees to elect woke leaders. That was really cool. Jay Slater just uh, reached out to me. Let me know he was thinking about me. That was fucking cool. Fucking brother. That was cool. Very nice. Um, that's it. I'm changing my legal name to BLM. The uh, revelation comes after the banks were uh, derided for being too woke and not focused enough on red flags on their companies. $73 million. <clears throat> now, I saw a report yesterday. I thought I saw it. I could have been taking a nap. It, it, look, look, look. No, I don't want the empathy wings. I want the empathy goddamn um, 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 egg rolls. Boy, I had some egg rolls from Panda Express yesterday. Nasty. Nasty. Give me some Slater Dingle Wing fucking ones. I'll be good to go. I took a dump at work. I pooped on the company line. I took a dump at work. I do it all the time. The boss man takes my freedom and creativity. The least he can do is when I poo, pay me. Ah, good morning, Alicia. And she says, and yep, you go woke, you go broke. They can fuck right off. I'm glad they went under. I am too. We got a story about that later in in the uh, entertainment world. It it is fascinating to watch. And it'll get a question going in me. Yeah, You know what? Let's just do it now. Let's, Let's just break it out now because this is an interesting story. Uh, Jenny US6, does Texas win March Madness? You're going to have to wait. You're going to have to wait for Lake Tahoe, Joe Murphy and I. We're going to talk about it today. I promise you that. Um, Netflix. Netflix has been one of the companies to stand up to the woke, if you will. And by the way, standing up to the woke has saved the company. The streaming giant stopped the rot by dumping right on shows about male pregnancy and they backed Dave Chappelle's controversial comedy. And here's the thing. Their stock got fucking higher. In, uh, what what is this, Uh, October 13th, they were down to $230 a share, I guess. And then uh, uh, six months later, this is October 2022 to March 2023. They've gone anti-woke, and their stock is up to $299.93 a share. That's a giant increase. Why? Because they stood up to the bullshit. We don't want woke comedies. We don't want... I was thinking about this the other day. 
Uh, let's see. Remember in the early 2000s when the government thought everyone should be able to get a home loan regardless of credit or ability to pay it back? It seems the best way to do business is based on merit and integrity. Yeah, I mean, that was what caused the housing crisis, old Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac, those two dirty bastards. Let that one sink in. Um, I was thinking about this the other day. We, we, we've talked about comedies and TV shows and things like that in the past on this show. And being, I don't know when Hollywood's going to jump on board and realize that, wait a second, the more woke we go, the people are stopping to watch our products. The more anti-woke these shows are, and I'm going to tell you right now, I, 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 next week, I cannot wait. One week from today, John Wick 4 comes out. I am all over that. Christopher and I are going to tag team that one. Can't wait. Petridge Farms remembers. I need to get that. I need to get that sound effect. Pepperidge Farms remembers. Wait, hold on a second. Where is that? I'm in kind of a goofy mood today. Took a lot of coconut oil. Pep. How do you spell it? Bridge. Oh, there it is. Oh, I got to save this. Here we go. Oh, this old guy, this old crazy guy. Remember making toast in a gizmo like this? Maybe you remember Grandma toasting homemade raisin bread loaded with plump raisins. Swirled with cinnamon. That sweet aroma wafting through the kitchen. Pepperidge Farm remembers they're making raisin bread like Grandma made. No, I Hold on a second. We got to go back. Swirled with cinnamon. That sweet aroma wafting through the kitchen. Pepperidge Farm remembers they're making raisin bread like Grandma made. No artificial preservatives. A treat for breakfast. Coffee breaks for midnight munchies. Try (laughs) (laughs) Pepperidge Farm raisin bread. You see, Pepperidge Farm remembers. Oh, that's so gold. Oh, I'm so happy I got that. Damn this fucking computer. I swear to God, th- this thing hates Kids me. always have secrets. They're not the only ones. I have one, too. Delicious new Pepperidge Farm distinctive cookies. So good, I have to hide them. The fancy shapes and rich there chocolate. There we go. All right. We must tell folks where they are, because my little niece keeps finding them and taking them to her hiding places. Even kids know Pepperidge Farms still remembers simple things make better cookies. Oh, man, that's so good. I've got that sound effect now. That's awesome. Pepperidge Farms remembers. I didn't know he was so from Boston. Pepperidge Fabs. Uh, Cowboys Girl, good morning to you. Um, it's because apart from wacky celebs, people with jobs and money don't care about wokeness. The poor penniless students and woke idiots can't afford Netflix or movie tickets unless they start a stupid fucking Kickstarter or begging website. Tell woke to do Disney. Thanks for, uh, Black Ariel in the Mermaid. Remember when minorities and women were kept down under the thumb of brutal white man? Pepperidge Farms remembers. Oh, I got to turn that kill the mail because I don't want to be hearing that old fucking show. Um, okay, but but getting back to this, I was thinking about this. Do you know why black shows fail today? I, I was really, really thinking about this when we had the conversation the other day about shows like Sanford and Son, Good Times, 
Um, What's Happening? That was a very popular show. The Jeffersons. There was there was a realness to all those shows. Struggling. You know, all those shows had some some sort of realness. Jefferson's not really struggling. Struggling with being accepted in society as a wealthy black man at that time. But there was a struggle involved. And you had strong characters. The problem is, that, and, and with today's new TV shows, all these shows are, and, and, and I understand why they do it. I get it. I, I understand. Where these shows are about well-to-do minority families who are just struggling like with the stereotypical kind of stuff. And it's not a real situation. And that's why those shows aren't funny, and that's why those shows don't succeed, is because we see it and we're like, okay, you know, a black man owning a junkyard and his son waiting to get it as he inherits, and you have one of the best comedians in the world as the star, of course that show's going to work. There are plenty of great comedians out there that are just waiting for their chance at sitcom money. The way they throw money around in Hollywood, I don't care how much episodes cost. Get me funny people on TV. But make it real. Don't make it fake. Make it real that the cops take for longer to get to the the hood and things like that. Don't make it seem like, oh, you live right in suburbia. Oh, look at me. Hey, Steve, how are you? It's fake. Those shows were about uh, those shows were successful because they were about people who just so happened to be black. Yep, mm-hmm. They didn't hit you over the head every ten seconds about being black. They were just good times. Sometimes mentioned the struggles in particular black folks, but it usually was just because they were working class. Sanford and Son made race humor about black struggles because it was funny how they did it exactly. And by the way. No matter how much we grow that we believe we grow, no matter how much, that humor is still funny today. If it's not your cup of tea, then don't watch it. That, that, but I was just good. It, it, it's nice to see that, that Netflix has, has survived this and thrived from it by not going woke. I'm very happy to see something like that. That, that That's just good. That's just flat out good. I, that's all I'm going to say about that. Uh, let's see. Oh, 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 oh. Boy, this isn't good news here. And I'm only doing this story to really just rip this guy a, a, a new asshole. Uh, Charles Schwab. I've tried watching Blackish because I love Anthony Anderson, but that show was just blatantly left messy. Exactly. And, and here's the thing. Anthony Anderson is a great actor. He's very funny. He can be great in serious roles, too. Uh, Law and Order, hello. But that show is just, eh. I tried it. No, Netflix is not woke as fuck. Uh, billionaire Charles Schwab's wealth plunged nearly $3 billion after his brokerage shares were hammered amid the banking crisis. 
reason why I want to point this out is Charles Schwab has a house on Pebble Beach. Now, I know this is a first world problem. But Charles Schwab, he has a house on Pebble Beach. He's not really a good golfer, but he used to always play with Phil Mickelson and the celebrity thing there. And it, Charles Schwab's son, I, I don't know if the son was dropped, maybe kicked in the head by a mule or something. But uh, he did this sculpture. And, I mean, it was crappy. And, and I don't know if the kid was in, like, third grade or fourth grade, but he did this really shitty sculpture. An art project. You know, one of your kids, uh, you know, you take home from school art project. And that motherfucker commissioned an actual artist and put a big, gigantic sculptor in his damn yard that you would have to see when you played Pebble Beach. Now, when you pay $700 to play a round of golf, you do not want to see some funkity, shitty art while you're playing. Oh, that's Charles Schwab's house. Fuck, can he get that removed? Oh. Uh, they pushed the Alpha community hard. Well, I don't know what you're talking about. They stood up for Dave Chappelle when the entire world was coming after Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle's special still up there. The only LGB I stand for is Let's Go Brandon. So, yeah, I, I'm glad to hear that the 183rd richest person in the world is now worth $3 billion less. Maybe, I don't know, go sell that sculpture. I imagine you can get like 4 or $5 for it. Good God. Oh, there's some really, really good news to release today about Joe Biden. Oh. Oh, man. House Oversight Committee James Comer has revealed uh, that another Biden family member has emerged into the investigation into Hunter Biden. The investigation is being spearheaded by Mr. Comer. Um Declined to reveal the identity of the family member, Joe's brother, but said the revelation raises more national security concerns about foreign influence peddling. The long-anticipated financial records to which the Treasury Department recently gained access indicates that the Biden family received $3 million payments from individuals tied to the Chinese Communist Party. Shortly after Biden's tenure as vice president concluded. There were also different Biden family members that received a cut from that. Oh, there were three different Biden family members that received a cut. Including a new family Biden member that never before been included in any of these investigations. I think Netflix offers a lot of woke and non-woke things and how it should be. Okay. I'm good with that. Not, not so ancient Chinese secret. Ancient Chinese secret, huh? Yep. Uh, their stock has been on the rise for six months because they're not putting up with the woke cancel. They're putting on shit that's entertaining. 
how many more family members need to? I mean, is are they the Sopranos of Delaware? Woke up this morning, got myself a gun. I, I mean, I, I can see Joe just meandering around the yard while that song is playing in a bathrobe. The Christopher character has to be Hunter. I mean, Jesus, if he was still alive, you could cast Polly Walnuts as a cousin. Where? Oh, wait, did I get rid of I didn't get rid of the, the Polly Walnut shit yet. It might be a first ball job. Yeah, of course. How long did it take for the guy to come? <laughs> <laughs> He's got to be in there somewhere. You got his brother. Yeah, you, you, you got dumbass Jill walking around, and Jill kind of already looks like Carmella. This is a crime syndicate. Uh, I, I mean, honestly, th- this to me is the funniest thing in the world. This is—they are America's first cartel, the Biden family. Can we go back in time? Do you guys mind if we go back in time real quick? And, and, and I'm not trying to point out that he's right, he's great or anything. I just want to... There we go. Okay. You remember that first debate? Remember that first debate between Joe Biden and Donald Trump? You remember when Donald Trump made the accusation that Hunter Biden was paid a million dollars by the wife of the mayor of Moscow. Remember that? Oh, that's ludicrous. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, did that happen? Survey says. Yep. Oh, it did. Look at that. Um. Wow. Happy heavenly birthday, your pops. He's up there with my pops five years ago today. Yeah, my dad six years ago today. I'm sorry for you. I feel you. I'm right there with you. I mean, I, I, and and you remember how everybody jumped on him? Oh, he's an idiot. Oh, he has money coming to Moscow. Remember, and there was there was also uh, they talked about uh they talked about China. I forgot who that was that brought up all the China connections. Um, uh, oh, 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 I got it, I got it. It's Donald Trump. That's right. You know that crazy guy, that wacky guy, that terrible orange man? Remember that? I remember it. None of that's true. Well, it turns out pretty much all of it's true. Meaning, and this is the most fascinating thing about it, especially with Democrats and the, the, the morons that still support Joe Biden, which isn't all Democrats. It's only about 31% now, if it's even that high. It's been proven that Joe Biden lied to the American people in that first debate. Lied over the payment from the Moscow mayor's wife. Lied about the Chinese connections. We've seen it now. 
why aren't these people calling for his head? I'm just wondering, why is nobody coming out and saying, this is bullshit? You're going to make me do this on the air, aren't you, Swoosh? Okay. All right. Hold on a second. We got to get this sound effect in here. Because you keep bringing it up, and it's just damn funny. So I'm going to actually show you what I do on the weekends. Um, so I, I, I've sent myself this email, and what I do is I open it with this one program that I have called Odyssey. And I go in there, and there's the sound file, and I click right here, and I go, Epridge file remembers. There we go. Just need that right there. Cut that. Go. Epridge file remembers. Put that right there. Cut that last part out. Uh, let's see. Effect. We'll amplify it a little bit. Not too much. Right about there. And then we go. Pepperidge file remembers. There we go. And then we go file, export, wave. Pep. Ridge. All right. Pepperidge. Boom. We got that right there. And then we go like this. We find a spot in the sound effect blocks here. Pep, pee, 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 pee. Come on now. Oh, there's a lot of pastors. There's Pepperidge Farms remembers. And now it is in the sound effect machine and... Pepperidge Farm remembers. There you go. See, real easy stuff. You do like 30 or 40 of those on the weekend. No big deal. No biggie. No, that's what I do. That's what makes me a Hall of Famer. So now, anytime I have to ask, you remember when? Pepperidge Farm remembers. Okay, we've got that in there now. Good. Good to everyone. Um, all right, so the Biden family, crooked as a question mark. Hopefully, they'll be investigated soon. Probably won't be. I, I'm not going to hold my breath. But hey, hey, we can all hope. I'm not happy about this story, but I'm not surprised. I mean, I mean, honestly, the um, the top official on the border, the chief there at the border, made a terrible admittance yesterday. Um, and he said, "We do not." Have operational control of the border. Surprise, surprise, surprise. Wait, 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 what? Wait, 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 huh? You're saying that the the, the chief of the border, uh, uh, the, uh, the, uh, the, the border patrol agent says it's, it's not under control? Golly. You don't say. You don't say. Top official makes startling claim at the hearing after Biden's Homeland Security Mayorkas said the opposite and throws support behind the wrongly accused whipping agents. Remember that story? Those Haitian refugees were coming over. And I have a theory on this, too. Big theory on this. You, you want to talk about pandering? You, it, honestly, this is the biggest pandering story that that I've ever seen. We remember the story, the the picture of the border patrol agents, the ICE agents, if you will, on horseback, 
and they were trying to chase down some Haitian refugees. Something that I would imagine has been done a number of time with Hispanic people trying to cross the border as well. But you see, when it's a Border Patrol agent running down a Hispanic person, it's not quite that bad. He'll take pictures of it, and maybe some people will say some stuff. But you see, if you get them doing it to a Haitian, the Haitian is darker. Mm -hmm. And that way it looks like old slave days that the slavers are whipping the slaves on horseback when there were no whips, there were no slaves, they were people committing crimes and the police trying to handle it. Yet those Border Patrol agents were let go. Hell, some people wanted them arrested. And they were doing their job. I wonder what the border czar thinks of what's going on with the border. Oh, wait, she's too busy sucking cock. I, I find it amusing that, that the border czar, the immigration czar, and that that, that is uh, number two. Boy, I, I, there has never been somebody who's more deserving of the rank of number two. We'll deal with what we need to deal with in terms of also as we move forward, all agreeing that we got to be smarter as a country in terms of who has access to what, and in particular assault weapons. And um, we got to take this stuff seriously, as seriously, seriously as you are, because you have been forced to have to take it seriously. This guy may be like the dumbest person on the face of the earth. I, I mean, I, I'm it, just guessing. You, you have a point there, Sheriff. Mayorkas, who Republicans want to impeach, he is the uh, the leader of the of Homeland Security, has repeatedly said that the administration has control of the southern border despite a two-year crisis with record-breaking number of illegals crossing every month since Joe Biden took office. And now the chief of the Border Patrol comes down and says, no, no, we're not in operational control. Can, can, we, just, can, can, can we just stop the impeachment product process? Let's stop the impeachment process. Let's just go to his office. We'll take some boxes. Hey, hey, anybody in the office got extra boxes lying around? We, we need to help some for, 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 uh, for uh, Mr. Uh, Mayorkas here. For Secretary Mayorkas. We, we, we need to move all his shit out. Well, he's just going away. Uh, maybe a place called Gitmo. I'm not sure where we're going to take him yet. Um, we're we're going to let the CIA handle that one. Yeah. Oh, no, no, not the FBI. He has the FBI in his back pocket. We're going to be getting rid of them, too. I just need some boxes for Mr. Mayorkas' office. That's all. By the way, I won't be placing the things in nightly in the box. I'm going to get one big, gigantic box. Just throw all the shit in there. And if you sound, if that sounds like mean or cruel to throw it in one big box, yeah, welcome to my world. That's how I was asked to leave a certain office. Uh, Biden doesn't even have control over his bowels. That would be I want him to shit himself again on TV. I think that'd be fantastic. But I, 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 
I saw this this Border Patrol um, chief yesterday. I saw some highlights from this. You can tell this guy is fed up. You can tell this guy just wants to do his job. I don't know what's being told to these chiefs. And these chiefs have to follow their directives. They, they have to follow that or they lose their job. It's like the military. And they know these directives are wrong, but they have to follow the rules. Now, they can quit. They can go elsewhere. They can do whatever they want. But maybe that's not feasible because it, it, it's very easy to just say, oh, why don't you quit? Okay, well, there's a lot of stuff there. You know, you, you put in a lot of time to become chief of the Border Patrol, so. But at least he spoke his truth yesterday, and and, and I, I have to say hats off to him for answering the question. Instead of resorting back to, well, uh, I would say, I would, I would say that uh, Homeland Security Secretary uh, Mayorkas says it's secure, so I would have to believe that it is secure. And we are in control of it. But this guy has some balls, and he stood out and said, no, we're not in control of it. And by the way, it, how fucking dumb are you to think that we're in control of the fucking border situation right now? This after a 1,000 immigrants tried to rush the El Paso border last week, and you think we're in charge of it? We held our ground. Oh, let me in charge. We'll hold our ground a whole lot better. It's like we're just pissing in the wind all the time. No matter what the topic is. And the reason I feel that way is because not enough people are doing anything or anything at all about it. Not talking about it, not questioning people. And it, it angers me. It angers me to no end. And then we have to sit back and then be force-fed all the bullshit that's in the world right now. The, the, the bullshit that's in the world, like, oh, hold on a second. Let me get to the story here. Um, an update from yesterday. Remember how I told you the Wesley College is going to admit trans men, non-binary students, all that kind of bullshit? A prestigious school that was set up by and for women. Well, they voted, and they approved the deal. Now, you can have a wiener and claim you're non-binary. They're going to let trans women in there? Just, come on, man. Stop trying to force-feed us this bullshit because I'm not buying it. And there are enough Americans not buying it. And, and, and here's the thing. We all have to stand up and say, I'm not buying it. Instead of cowering down, worried about what they're going to do to us, let's take what Netflix did and say, fuck it, and say, fuck the woke. I'm tired of the woke. People like Joe Rogan who open up a comedy club that's anti-woke in one of the most woke cities in America, and if I have to say woke one more fucking time, I'm going to scream. 
But enough of this shit. You want to play dress up. Okay, great. You're not a woman. Uh, does it say what the percentage was? Um, students at the University Historical served to vote in favor of allowing biological women. Uh, Passion to higher education. Uh, it does not say what the split was. I'm sorry. But that's not even the most ridiculous story from yesterday with, with, with this shit. I mean, it's ridiculous. It's stupid. It's terrible. But then there's this story out of Canada. And of course it's out of Canada. Why? Because Canada is a bunch of nice fucking idiots. That's what they are. <sighs> A website for the Canadian Cancer Society features an entry providing advice to transgender women getting a screening for cervical cancer. See, this would be like the Canadian Cancer Society is providing advice to transgender men about dick cancer. Oh, I, I, I'm sorry. Let me, the prostate cancer. Stinkfist says, well, you can't be too careful. Canadian Medical Institution noted that trans women who have had bottom surgery, and this isn't who we're talking about here, but I'll continue, to create a vagina and possibly a cervix in accordance with their gender identity might have a small risk of cancer in those tissues. Do, do, do you not realize that there's going to be a bunch of guys flopping their balls down? I need to get checked. I saw, I saw a great statement made the other day, and, and it's, why are we protecting the, the, the transgender people at the cost of our kids? Like, why are the can, can somebody ask me why their feelings? And I, I, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. Third rule, fuck your feelings. But, hey, I'm the leader of the show. Today's a rough day for me, so I'm going to ask whatever fucking question I'm going to ask, okay? When did their feelings become more important than everybody else? I, I'm, I'm just wondering. Maybe this phone call. Hey, you're on the air. Who's this? It's V Coop. Hey, what's up, brother? Hey, hate to interrupt your show, but I have a super special announcement, and I'd appreciate the rest of the Ask family if they could help get the word out. I'm oh. starting on a new business adventure. Okay. And uh, I'm doing telephonic screenings for transgenders for cervical and uh, testicular cancers. Nice. 
Um, they will be yearly. They'll be a thousand dollars. Said it, it's very convenient. It doesn't even have to be in person because okay. well, there's nothing to look at. Right, um, right. But yeah, so for a thousand dollars per telephonic consult, I will do their testicular screenings okay. and their cervical cancer screenings. Bravo! Because I'm generous like that. Yeah, and and you identify as a doctor, so. I, I, I mean, that, that is the doctor. perfect, yeah, oh, oh, a black doctor, yes, in America. Now, hopefully you'll use some of that money that where all these people are signing up to advertise on the show. That way we can make it go further and further and further. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I'll be giving <laughs> monthly donations. Okay, nice. Yes, yeah, so, uh, yeah, please uh, start a website. Let me know where I can send people. Yes, and for referrals, I will be giving, uh, I'll be giving 10% for every referral I get. Oh, nice. So that goes out to all the other Very nice. members. All right. Well, hey, I, I wish you the best of luck with your new venture, my friend. Thank you. All right, buddy. I'll talk to you later. That's fucking great. That is so funny. Doctor of color. Because I need my cervix checked. I asked my guy friend yesterday if he'd had, uh, rather have the oldest woman alive or a trans woman. He said the oldest woman every day of the week because the other will make me be a dude. Yeah. It rise. There's a, there's a, there's a great uh, video on TikTok of some sort of podcast going on. And they ask a young man that, and he says, oh, I would pick the oldest woman because if I pick the transgender one, that would be gay. And this girl gets all mad at him going, that's not gay. Well, it is gay. Because that's a dude. And, and, and by the way, so, so before B. Coop called with this brilliant uh, business plan that he has. And, and you know what? You know, we could set up a shop, uh, B. Coop, you and I. You, we could be in the same strip mall. We could have the, uh, the, 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 the vegan-friendly beef shop there. ABC headquarters could be there. Arnie Beats Children. Uh, my head hunting firm or where I go and fire people. And then at the end, we'll have the toothless rattlesnake home security system. I like it. It's. It, I don't know. Like, like. There's a guy that's on TikTok right now. And a lot of people are saying he's trying to groom children. He's and and he is he is. I I don't know what gr- the definition necessarily of grooming is, and I don't care to know what it is. Um, but he's a guy. He's got stubble and facial hair, and he's got shitty makeup on. And I I, I don't know his name because I try to fucking get past his videos because they're gross. How about this? If I was ever to run for political office, first of all, I would lose terribly because my skeletons are so stacked up. Um, <laughs> wow, V. Coop, who knew you were such a humanitarian? Bravo to you, sir. Yes. Uh, see my issues that I'm missing. I'm concerned about my cervix because I can't find it. As an investor, can I get my cervix checked for a discount? Sure. I, well, I, I don't want to answer for him. Dr. Black Lives Matter transgender cancer screenings will be proud to team with vegan meats. <laughs> you lost me at vegan meats. Now I'm going to try my cervix elsewhere. 
so I asked, when did their feelings become more important than everybody else's? And I just figured it out because they've become the loudest. That's all they are. They're loud. They're loud and they shame people that don't agree with them. They're bullies. And what have I said? Isn't this amazing? Isn't this truly amazing to watch happen? All this rhetoric over the last five to ten years saying, don't, uh, bullies are bad. We got to get rid of bullies. No bullying. And no, you can't stand up to bullies because that would just, uh, you're encouraging fighting. Yes, I am. But we got rid of bullies, I thought. No, we've just changed what the definition of a bully is now. That if you don't agree with them, see, they don't want your lunch money. They want you to play in their stupid fucking, their fake reality that they have. And I'm sorry that they have that. I'm sorry that you weren't paid enough attention to as a child. I'm sorry you had bad parents. I'm sorry that your parents were alcoholics. I'm sorry your parents were drug dealers. I'm so sorry for all of that. Everybody has a story. And if you want to deal with your pain and your hurt by putting on a dress and makeup, hey, more power to you. But don't say you're a woman because you're not. And when I say that you're not, I'm not trying to be mean to you. I'm trying to be honest with you. When did honesty become mean? I mean... I, I, I guess that ever since this was uttered... You can't handle the truth! It's true. You can't. You were born with a dick and balls. You will always be a male. You, you, you lose those in a fucking terrible, you know, tractor accident. You're still a man. See, because there's something that the tractor accident didn't take away from you, and that was your Y chromosome. I, I, I just have to shake my head at this whole thing because they're loud. I stand up to bullies. I don't let bullies win. I don't go the other way. I don't go running towards somebody. I stand up to that bully. No, you're not really less of a man. You're just a man without a dick and balls. That's all you are. Free fucking screenings for cervical cancer. Jesus. All right. Now, it, it, our last story before we go to Lake Tahoe, Joe Murphy. The, now, this is... Oh, what's this hat? Oh, I don't like that. Oh. kind of do like that hat. That hat's pretty dope looking. Looks like Burberry-esque. Holy shit. Ah, that's good-looking stuff right there. Um, Lake Tahoe, Joe Murphy coming up next. Before that, um, the United States Air Force. You know, th- this is why I love America. And I know I haven't talked a lot about this fucking, uh, this drone that got brought down and the Russians are looking for it, we're looking for it. 
getting tired of all this shit over in Eastern Europe. Fucking A, let's just end it. Let's just fucking end it. Let's wipe some motherfuckers out. Now we got something that can help with that. The United States Air Force last week unveiled a new missile system that will have more maneuverability to change direction in the air and strike targets faster. Boy, if that doesn't give you a big red, white, and blue erection, I don't know what does. They said that this thing can actually twist in air. The mutant missiles would work during a demonstration at the uh, Air and Space Force Association where from in uh, Colorado last week. They developed an electronically controlled uh, system comprising of electromagnets, all kinds of big word stuff. A composite skin structure will protect the uh, components. Then they just drop it and then blow the shit out of something. That's badass. That's America right there. You know what? They say that America doesn't invent shit. Well, we got a mutant issue that we got a mutant fucking missile now that can twist and, t- and, and t- change shape. It's a shapeshifter, for God's sakes. concept dates back to the 50s, but it wasn't possible without modern technology. Wow. That is awesome. All right. See anything else? All right. 775-357-FANS is the number. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com is where you can write the show whenever we do listener mail. It's a goddamn transformer. Yeah, it was. Uh, Lake Tahoe, Joe Murphy up next. And like I said, today's music, uh, all dedicated to my pop. So here you go. On a hill far away at an old rugged cross The emblem of suffering and shame And I love that old cross Where the dearest and best All the world lost Sinners were slain So I'll cherish the old So despised by the world Has a wondrous attraction for me For the dear Lamb of God Left His glory above To bear it to dark Calvary To the old rugged cross I'll ever be true It's shame and reproach 
gladly bear Yes, he'll call me someday To my home, my home far away, far away Where his glory, his glory forever and ever and ever I'll share For I'll cherish the old rugged cross Till my trophies at last I lay down I will clean Change it someday for a
This is the Army Stage Show, also known as X. Call 775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZEZ. Ah, uh, three of my dad's favorite Jerry Lee Lewis songs. My dad loved Jerry Lee Lewis. My dad bought a piano from Jerry Lee Lewis. Dad had a bar in Hot Springs, Arkansas, and he thought, hey, he knew a guy who knew Jerry Lee. Jerry Lee was selling the piano. My dad went and saw it. said, okay, I'll take it. He said it was beat to shit, but it was a Jerry Lee Lewis piano, and my dad bought it from Jerry Lee Lewis. So my dad had a very, very uh, strong affection for, for Jerry Lee, which related down to me. Next set of music, even more personal, and I'll tell you all about it. But before we do any of that, before we do any of that, we got to make a phone call. We got to call the one and only Lake Tahoe, Joe Murphy. All right. It's ringing. Thank the Lord. Hello. Lake Tahoe, Joe Murphy. Yes, sir. How are you, my friend? I, I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Uh, actually, I'm doing really good. How are you, how you hanging in there today, kid? I, I'm doing great today, my friend. Now that I get to talk to you, I'm doing even better. And that's great that I get to talk to you. You know, I did a really bad thing last night. I, I went clubbing with John Morant and Kyle Rittenhouse. It oh, didn't work out well. No. I can imagine. Wow. You and yeah. Kyle Rittenhouse. I, I, I can see you were obviously the designated driver. Uh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, anything? I mean, I mean, anything bad happened? Am I going to be seeing you on Fox News soon? Well, I, I had to, I had to uh, adjust the timing belt on Josh Bentley, but uh, <laughs> but then we went out. And then, of course, I had to show Kyle how to clean his his two forty three. But other than that, uh, we're, we did we had a good night. You know, we had a little some hassles, but uh, yeah, no, I'm doing I'm doing pretty good. You know, good, good, good. Uh, we 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 will talk March Madness here. I'm upset about something, and I'm sure you're going to be upset about it too. But first, before we even talk sports. The other day I'm watching. Do you get a chance to watch any daytime TV, Joe? I, well, I, I watch a lot of Spanish so, or, uh, soap operas, you know, okay. Hispanic soap operas. But other than that, no. Okay. So uh, do, do you remember a show, and it's still on today. It's called The People's Court. Do, do, do you the remember? People's Court, yes. And as a, I believe a young lady presides. Uh, now, the, yes. But you remember the original. You remember the original People's Court? Well, if you people don't, you just got to turn on Rain Man. Judge Wapner, six minutes. That's right, Judge Wapner. And by the way, they have the same music. Yeah. Do you remember the court reporter? Remember the guy? The guy that's still there? Yeah, Doug Llewellyn is still on the people's court. Do you know how old Doug Llewellyn is? Yeah, I have no, I'm going to guess like 80. 85 fucking years old. I know. And you know what he makes me think of? Because, like, his hair is up. He's like the Mel Kuyper. Yes. You know, he's just been there forever. And, you know, uh, his hair has always been a thing. But, uh, yeah, you know, all the, you know, the judges have come and gone. Oh, yeah. not But but not Doug Llewellyn. Not Doug Llewellyn. He's there to greet you as you come out with the, after the decision has been handed down and you receive your game show prize money or someone else does. But, Doug but, Llewellyn is there to get the scoop. See, but see, Doug Llewellyn has transformed into honorary old man. 
because I watch the people's court now just for Doug Llewellyn because the judge lady, she's a total bitch. But yeah. Doug Llewellyn, when somebody comes out and they've been hammered in the court case, Doug Llewellyn's like, what were you even suing for? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. He, he's kind of a smart ass. Oh, sometimes. yeah. Oh, he's fantastic. Yeah. 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 He's kind of a smart ass. I've noticed that. Yeah. He uh, uh, does it because, uh, you know, I watch some Judge Judy sometimes, too. Oh, yeah. because oh she's mean. She's mean. I- She's mean, but I tell people, you know, that, that I said when people, oh, yeah, that judge is mean. And I go, that's exactly what they want you to feel. Yeah, oh, you know, yeah. There's no oh. such thing as bad publicity. Of course, you know, you don't think when they get there, they tell you the judge is going to be mean. It's no. to make the show like, you know, it's like the newspaper only having good news. Nobody's going to buy it. Right. Oh, you know? absolutely. Do you so, know how much Doug Llewellyn is worth? The net worth of Doug Llewellyn. I will not Google it. And the net worth of Doug Llewellyn, I'm going to put at $23 million. Oh, man. I am so sorry, but no. Only $10 million. Ooh. See, I gave him my, you know, he was, yeah, he was back there when the paychecks weren't as big. Yeah, but, I mean, that's still pretty good for, for doing, like, six yeah, no, that's minutes of work a day. That's all he's got to do. Is he, he, and it's not even, I, I think he does about three minutes of work a day. Yeah, and, and most people. of the time they tape those shows in one day, like Vanna White works one yeah. day a week. You know, they tape all five or six in one week. You know, I mean, oh. one day they show up, boom, kick it out, and uh, there's a week of shows. So I don't know with them, but but yeah, I I, uh, I, I was going to say millions for sure. So I, I went 23 because I thought, man, he's been around, but that's still pretty damn good for oh, his yeah. job. Oh, absolutely. That's a job I'd kill for. I mean, that's a job. That's like a Supreme Court justice. You die yeah. in that job. Yeah. Yeah, you can't find work like that. I mean, you know, unless you work for the state. Yeah. Other than that, yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, let's talk some sports, shall we? Lots of stuff in the NFL. We'll start with uh, before with the free agency. The Philadelphia Eagles are proposing an NFL rule change. Um, the Eagles submitted a rule to change an onside kick attempt after a touchdown to a fourth and 20 play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I studied up on this. Um, uh, first off, let's first off, let's do Let me ask you this question here. So let's mm-hmm. let's let's nail down the, the onside kick first. OK, okay. let's you know, you kick the ball off. It flies down. up. Nobody receives it. It rolls and rolls and rolls. And the guys are in the circle around it and they fall away. It comes to a stop, you know. Uh, even if they picked it up, it, it's not their ball. Right. You know, it's it's, it's got to, it's so. But then when you onside kick, now we'll get to the thing. I know what you're talking about. We'll get to the, when you onside kick. You got to make it. You got to. It's got to go at least ten yards, and then it's anybody's ball. Right. See now, is that just what? What if you know you could kick it straight up in the air, ten yards, and it's okay? Where does it become when I kick it off? It, it, that it's when it, 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 until they touch the ball, it's there's nothing exciting about that ball. Wait, 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 no, wait, wait, Joe, you're wrong about that. On kickoffs, if if they if the, the receiving team doesn't touch the ball on a kickoff, the kicking team can recover it on the two yard line. You're thinking of punts. When they punt well, okay, no, so if you kick the ball off on a kickoff yeah, and you, nobody touches it and it's and it rolls the, down to the two yard line and we just touch it, it's their ball, right? No, no, it, it's the kicking team if the kicking team kicks the ball off if we're doing a regulation kickoff right. and nobody touches it on the opposing team and the kicking team comes down and they get the ball, that it's their ball right there on kickoffs. 
Well, I mean, if a guy calls it a fair catch and just lets that thing bounce, or even if he doesn't, if he doesn't call it a fair catch and lets the thing bounce, you know, it's that's a live, a live ball. ball. Yeah, it's a live ball. As long as if he calls for a fair catch, then that's a different story. Then it's a different story. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. over 10 yards, period, that is the onside kick. It is now yes. a live ball. Yes. Okay, all right, good. I wanted to clear that up. Okay. Now, as far as this goes, you're there saying that, okay, oh, we just scored. We're down to, uh, of course, we're going to onside kick it. What, what's really weird about it is, you you know, you, you – you, oh, I guess you got to tell the rep, you know, I, we were going to onside kick, but instead we'll take a fourth and 20. Yeah, and it and it says um, from their own 20-yard line. Yeah, so, I mean, to convert a fourth and 20, really? We haven't been able to get a first down all night. Playoffs? Who? <laughs> Playoffs? Oh, wait, I thought I was Jim Mora there for a minute. Um but, uh, yeah, I just think I don't like it at all. I mean, I, I tried it. I thought, what is the – every time there's these rule changes, I try to think, you know, what's – maybe there's something that uh, I'm not seeing. I'm not seeing. I just don't see the – we just need to get the ball back. I guess would we have a better shot. I don't know if 4th and 20 is about as uh, – about it percentage-wise. Probably it's just getting an onside kick. Well, you know, here's the deal. Um, percentage-wise, there was a team in Louisiana, a high school team, um, and, and there's a there's a documentary. I, I'll try to find it for you because you'll find it fascinating. This coach never punted, and he always onside kicked, and won state five years in a row. You know, I've been I, I've thought about this. Uh, you know, because you well, I, you know, my brain power is just yes, amazing. It times. is. You uh, are a genius. I am a mad genius. Thank you very much. Um, so I've thought about this. There's been some theories uh, people have tossed around before. Play all four downs and see how and see what happens. And more times than not, you use all four downs. You probably get your first down. I think I don't know what the percentage is, but they say you know that's an interesting thing to look at. Just no matter what, you're not going to punt like you said. Just play four downs. You, you know uh, every time. Oh, I, I, I think the, the percentages I look at are either you get it or you don't. So it's 50-50 to me. Because you, know? you either three plays. Otherwise, you got three plays for a first down. Yeah. But you might, this way you say, hey, I got four plays for a first down. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it tra- I mean, if you run the ball, you only have to get two and a half yards of carry for a first down. Exactly. Instead, instead of 3.33 yards or 3.4 yards of carry, which is almost a full more yard. I mean – and here's the other thing. If you want to change the rules, okay. I, I think this is absolutely stupid. I think what sure. they've done to the, the onside kick rule is stupid. Football is a contact sport. Bad things are going to happen when you play this contact sport. You've made it as safe as you possibly can, yet we have a quarterback in Miami who got three concussions this year, even though you made the game quote-unquote safe. What are you fucking trying to pose here? See that—that's right. the thing that I don't get. Get yeah, rid of the punter. I, I look. look I, I like kickers and everything. They're great. Get rid of the fucking punter. No more punts. You want to have an exciting game and you want to take safety out of it because kicks and punts are the most dangerous plays. Then take punts out. I, I don't. I don't like taking away the kicking part of it. 
uh, any, by any means. I do, you know, like the the buffer around the guy receiving. You know, as, as far as the kickoff goes, you know, now they can't start running until the guy reaches the the the, the, the thing. Ball, they can't yeah. run along with the kicker. You know, they got to wait. They're waiting there. He comes, kicks. They both start. So he gets there. I understand the fair catch. You got to be smart. Hey, if you're gonna get clobbered, fair catch that thing you know i mean that's part of the game i think and then uh, as far as punting yeah because you're sitting there looking up in the sky you know and you have no idea that you know dick dick butkus is about to tee off on you as soon as you <laughs> catch the ball uh but that's your teammates fault thanks guys appreciate yeah. the help um so you know you either set up for a return or you set up for you know uh, just to just to you know to, to fair catch it i mean so i i just think they're just taking it you know uh, it's uh, ooh, that's too rough let's tone it down now it, if they he think it helps uh, because get more kids interested I, when I was a kid, it didn't take much to get interested in football. I mean, you didn't take you to no. I you know what, mom? I'm going to ice skate and sell flowers. No, I want to play football. Yeah, I'm right. You know, and so uh, it was like uh, I did enjoy the ice skating though. I know you did, and you were you were a champion. The double axle. Yeah. Oh, I mean, you invented it. Yeah, and I pulled it off. Well, you know, because I just I was I was the guy that they invented. Stick it. Stick it, yeah. you know. Oh yeah, that was me, I mean, you know, I mean, yeah. You, you, yeah. The word grace, they should change the word grace to Joe, because <laughs> I mean that's what it. I because they uh, that's what it was. Watching you skate was just like watching a swan swim. You know, if I wasn't already the definition, if my picture wasn't already next to winner, they would probably use it for that. But, <laughs> but I've already got that in there. So. You know, did I ever tell you that I am the great? You know, they have world rankings for like golf and tennis. Yes. If they did for lip syncing songs, I would be ranked number one in the world. I think so. I, I absolutely positively think so. Yeah, there's nothing that Joe, Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy, he, he he's a jack of everything. Uh, lip syncing is my, you know, you ought to see me belt out some Whitney Houston lip syncing. Mm. Uh, you well, gotta hear. You gotta see me do the national anthem. <laughs> oh boy, I tell you what. Anyway, <laughs> <All> yeah. <right. laughs> Back to the NFL. I'm really, really good. I mean, I, I wish they had lipstick. Because you know, like karaoke. You walk into a place and this tune kicks on, and you're like, you don't know it's karaoke. Like you go into the bar where you go to this place, and and, and dude, it's, oh, I love this song. And then the guy starts to sing. Yeah. Oh, yeah, see, yeah, I mean, I mean, you got you got to have a little bit of time. See, I'm a I'm a karaoke legend, but see, here's the thing: you got to know your song. Oh, for you God's have sake. to know your song. You can't just go up there and thumb through and go, "Oh, I'm going to do Stairway to Heaven." No, 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 no. You have to have a song. I have a song. If you My don't song. have a go-to, then I don't want you. You, you want to play with the big boys? You need a go-to. And What's the go-to, your go-to, Arnie? My go-to, hand of God. And I, I nail this, and people will, will – because I know how I, – I practiced it. See, that's another thing. you got to practice. you got when, to. You don't put in the work, forget it. When, when this comes out, I mean, come on now. Here we go. Here we go. Say, hey, good looking. What you got cooking? How's about cooking something up with me? Hey, sweet baby. Uh, that's all you're getting. That, that's all you're getting because that's you know what that, I mean, that that is unbelievable because that should be a pay per view special right? right there. I mean, I mean that right there. I can do Hank Senior like a champ. 
I know you can. You're incredible, Hank Senior. Yeah. So, so that that is what. What is your go-to karaoke song? Well, when I really got to get busy, that my go-to is, uh, I you know, I, I something is too macho though. I do I do some InSync. Promise. Okay. Wow. Wow. Uh, that's a deep album cut. Well, you know, I like the, you know, it's for the ladies. <laughs> you get the room working, huh? Oh, I work. I usually have one of those Ron White, you know, drinks in my hand, <laughs> you know, but like it's, you know, with an iced tea, though, of course. Of course. And, uh, of course. you know, but the, the cigar is Cuban, trust yeah, me. Yeah, you uh, better be. And so is, her, so is my girl back at the room. But hey, hey, now. Hey, now. <laughs> Um, so yeah, that's, you know what, and, and that is, I'm truly being honest with that. Uh, I, I don't know why, uh, but uh, you know, I've we've, I've lip sync practice before. I think we, you know, remember I told you people to sing like nobody's listening, right? Yeah. And dance like nobody's watching, you know. So I've done some lip sync practicing. Probably should have been looking for work, but Probably, I but practiced hey. my lip sync. I'm yeah. damn good, and that's that's my go-to. When I was a young kid, my go-to was Bust a Move. Oh, that great move, Young MC. Mm-hmm. You, you can't go wrong with Young MC, part of the One Hit Wonders crew. I mean, that yeah. would be an album right there. You got Bust a Move, uh, Vanilla Ice Ice Baby, um, uh, It Takes Two by DJ Rob Bass and e- 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 MC Rob Bass and DJ Easy Rock. Oh, that that's an album right there. And what about Benny Bardones? She's just 16 years old. <laughs> Yo, that's another go-to for me. Uh, it's not the age thing, people. Get your mind yeah, out of the gutter. Yeah, it's yeah, a song yeah. by Benny Mardonez. Look Come it up. On. Yeah, look it up. Now, now, getting back to the NFL, um, the reports are that, that Aaron Rodgers is going to be a New York Jet. Do you think he yeah. does that because he really likes the color green? Okay. Before we get into Aaron Rodgers, i just like to really quick – like to read from Ezekiel chapter seven. Okay. The word of the Lord came to me, Jerry Jones. The end, the end has come upon the four corners of Jerry world. That, that, that's chapter seven, Ezekiel. Okay. okay. Chapter seven in the Bible. I wanted to let you know about that. So Aaron Rodgers, um, you know what? He's he's is he like more Jerry Garcia now than anything? You, you know, know, he's just like a casual, laid-back dude. I you mean, know, he you know, he's turned into and, uh, he turned into I, Bill Walton. Oh my God, Bill Walton! Yeah, I mean, I mean, he's like a hippie in the NFL. He, yeah, uh, he really is. And I, you know, I, I think to me, I think the Packers. I think they want him still. I think it, it just, it, you know, for him to, he just kind of wants to go play for the Jets. And I mean, I guess. You know what? When you're Aaron Rodgers, you can when you can, you know, you don't have to show up at camp and fight for a gag. You can go, yeah, you know what? Let's go see if we can be Broadway Joe for a year. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I have no, I I have no hopes for that team. That they they're not going to be that good. I mean, do you think? Do you think he helps them? You know, it's a, it's a quick fix. I think he. I mean. He, I'll tell you right now, next year he'd be the best quarterback they've had in a couple years, I think, for sure, I mean, easily. And so they'd have a shot at winning. They'd have a good, solid quarterback. But I don't think, you know, there's there's 10 other guys on offense. And then there's that defense. And so um, 
it's it's a quick fix if it works. I don't know, but uh, you know, Aaron Rodgers, I think that's fine what he wants to do. But the Jets, you know, I hope they're planning a little more long range because you know Aaron's going to come in. He's like a Tom Brady thing, you know, yeah, play for a year or two. Maybe is it this? Is it that they hired they 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 they're signing Aaron Rodgers to hopefully guide that Zach Martin kid? Maybe as a, a mentor to him to kind of get his head focused because the kid no. had some talent. Zach, he's from uh, BYU, the yeah, kid? Yeah, kid who yeah. banged his mom's best friend. Oh, no. I hate that. But that's a whole other conversation. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, yeah, that's, you know, bring him in as a coach. When I was the groundskeeper for the single-A Padres in Reno here, with they had this catcher named Pedro Gavion on the team. He was like 30 years old. You're 30 years old in single-A ball. Yeah, quick. Okay, you're you're no. not going. He's there to make sure that Ozzie Guillen, who's like 16 from Argentina, or, you know, get make sure he finishes rent on time. Right. And make sure that – so they had this guy on the team strictly as a – there to be there to, to guide these guys, you know, in their – outside of the ballpark, but he still was a backup catcher on the team. He's 30 years old. He's not going to the bigs. Um, so, you know, to, yeah, like a, like a mentor, like teach him not just how to, how to be, you know, how to throw the ball, but be a leader. Too, right, well, and, and how to, you know, uh, conduct yourself. It's kind of like the whole movie Bull Durham. Why, but you know, Crash Davis was there to guide Nuke Lelouch. I, I, I think that wouldn't be a bad role for, for Aaron Rodgers, but Aaron Rodgers, I, I I don't like the move by the Jets, and I don't like that Aaron Rodgers is leaving his one team. I, I like when guys. Yeah, I don't like that either. I, I'm telling you, I mean, that's what I was bringing up at first. Aaron's he's good. He, he, I think I'll go to New York, maybe see a couple of shows while I'm up there or something, you know. But I was kind of thought that weird too. I mean, don't the legends go out with one team? Well, you know, it, it's tough because Montana still went to Kansas City, and you're like, oh, and he did good yeah. there. And, you know, Brady won a Super Bowl with Tampa. Frank O'Hara's was a bill. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Emmitt Smith went to Arizona for a season. It's tough. Back in the day, yes. I mean, guys like Jeter don't come around every every week. Kobe's and the Jeters. Yeah, I mean, they were were team guys. They were loyal guys. They pushed everybody. They wanted to win. I mean, you know, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's tough. The modern, the modern era of sports is. I understand how it's hard to rank players against one another. I don't think so, but I think that part of it is um, the loyalty part because money is such a gigantic thing with it. It, it. It's so big. Like like yesterday, the big news story in Dallas was, oh, it's going to be hard to picture the Cowboys without Ezekiel Elliott. No, it's not. I'm fucking yeah. happy as a goddamn clam that Ezekiel Fumblelots Elliott is gone. I don't have yeah, to see the yeah. goddamn feed me thing anymore. And, and I think he thought that the, that the McCarthy was running four plays every series anyway because he, he could pick up maybe two a, a carry. Yeah, I mean, I, Ezekiel Elliott, I think, lands with another team maybe for a season. And then we're going to see Ezekiel Elliott weigh about 400 pounds. He is going to blow up. Bar hopping with Jamarcus Russell again. Yep, Damn probably. it. <laughs> but, yes, uh, a lot of people were, uh, people asked me yesterday, are you happy about this? Oh, I'm ecstatic about this. I'm so yeah. happy that Zeke's gone. 
Man, oh man, that hopefully opens the door for B. John Robinson at Texas to come here. Would you rather have Ezekiel Elliott or Christian McCaffrey, your running back? Oh God, Christian McCaffrey every day of the week. Yeah, because he can do something else. A couple of you uh, tailbacks or eyebacks or, or uh, halfbacks. There's a thing called catching the football, yeah, too. Absolutely. And, and Ezekiel Elliott doesn't have his legs anymore. His legs are are are, are gone. Yeah. Um, okay, hold on a second. This story went away. I, I don't know. I, I can find it, though. Uh, any other big news that you've seen in the NFL? Um well, there was there was another rule that uh, the Eagles proposed or something. This is the second time with the kickoff. They yeah, there's something else. To, oh, um, it was oh gosh, there was some other rule they wanted. Uh, it was it seems really really stupid too. And now I can't now I can't think of it. There were two things, and the Eagles submitted both of those for to try to uh, to get it. And now I cannot. Hold, hold on, let me it see was, if. Oh let... yeah, there's two rules the Eagles did. One of them's kind of weird. I mean. Let me yeah. let me see if I can find it in my my story that I deleted that we had the Eagles propose. Okay, let's see. Um, let's see. Uh, the uh, caveats: the team may elect to retain possession. Um, no, that's the only one I'm seeing. Oh gosh, darn! That makes me mad because. Uh, oh boy, I. Yeah, there was something. It, it was just. It was something about. I'll look it up. If I look it up, if I, find it, I don't want to waste time on it. But if right. I if I look it up, I'll. Uh... All right. Yeah. Maybe for next week you can bring that to yeah. the uh, table. Um, another rule change that's really sweeping the earth right now, and people are pissed. The USGA and the RA. The RA is the rules in uh, uh I forget what they in ancient rules in ancient. Yeah, it's the royal royal Scottish uh, ancient Scottish whatever. Yeah. Basically, it's like the rules of golf. Basically. Right, like, it's yeah. royal and ancient. They're in control of all the Europe golf. The USGA is in charge of all the American golf. Well, the two got together for a press conference. And they're going to introduce a proposal that includes a model local rule for tours and championships to adopt that will be rolling back the golf ball, meaning they're going to introduce golf balls that don't fly as far. You know, okay. Uh, Really quick. um, The other one, the Eagles want to be able to use the numbers zero through nine or 47, 47 through nine for punters or kickers. Okay. Okay, thank you. We, 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 we may have to take that one to Congress so, <laughs> to get with that one done. So, um, But uh, you're, you were talking again about uh, – The USGA and the RA. Yeah, yeah, let's weigh the ball down. Yeah, let's yeah. – You know, guys are getting bigger, stronger, or whatever. You know, move the pin back or something. I don't know, but it's just – it's like now we got to, you know, but not for us, us hacks. They're gonna, we can still get the regular ones, but they didn't have one where they can, because it's like 13 yards a, a year or something. I mean, they, 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 for the last, they're like 14 yards, uh, you know, longer drives now than before. But what are the injuries that we start playing with the medicine ball in college basketball then? See, this is this is the thing that I hate so much, and 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 I saw this on in, in local softball area where they deadened the ball because they didn't want so many home runs because they were losing so many balls, and they then they then they throw under the guise of safety. Oh, the core isn't that hard. You get hit by a fucking line drive, it's gonna hurt no matter what the fucking core is. 
of a softball. I don't care who you are. Yeah. Um, yeah. But the fact of the matter is, is that the USGA and the RNA are both guilty because they, they're both guilty of being stupid. And I saw this problem 10 years ago when all this talk first started. What did they do to every golf course to try to combat this, Joe? What did they the lengthen them, I guess? Yes, they lengthened the golf course. Which yeah, I mean, right real estate's not cheap, you know, but so those issues could come into play. But yeah, I mean, let's, here's the thing. Let's, let's, you know, somewhere between, you know, the first guy that played in Scotland, whatever, years ago, uh, and now let's take the ball that we think is the best, the best ever, the best, you know, acceptable ball, and then boom, be done. And then from now on, now we have a ball and we have courses. And if, if guys get better, guys get stronger, then let's make the game, like you, like we said, lengthen it or, uh, but, you know, put in some more sand track, you know, right where that uh, thing's going to land, that drive's going to land. Let's throw some sand in there. So maybe we got to lay up or whatever. You know, let's do that around. Let's not start keep changing the ball. Yeah. What is that all about? See, just, let's, can we just have the ball? Can I have the ball back, please? Yeah, I, I mean, look, look, this is the thing. With technology in the balls, with technology in the clubs. I mean, companies release drivers every single year, a brand-new driver that has this new technology. That'll make the ball go even further. And when I played a lot of golf, I fell for it. I bought a new driver every single year. Here's the deal. Let the golfers play with whatever they want. Just don't let them grease the clubs. Let them play. You nailed it on the second part. Lengthening the golf course was not the right move. You see, because sports are so analytic now, and I hate that part of it, but this is where the analytics can come in to help. Let's say that you're playing Augusta, and on number, or, or not even Augusta, let's just say you're, you're playing a certain course, and the average drive is around 315 yards, okay? The average drive on that, 315. Well, we want to we lower that back. Well, what you do then at the three. At about 310 to about 330, you put rough, you put sand traps like you said there, because all those guys are going to be hitting it there. You want them to force them to play golf and shape shots and do things like that. Instead of lengthening it, that was the stupidest thing they could have done. Yeah, I, I mean, you know what? It's like if it gets, you know, oh, my God, you know, if it gets uh, too easy, just, you know, I, I, okay, number one, I'm not usually in the fair, my fairway after my drive, okay? So I don't have to worry about that, okay? I do grip it and rip it, but that was the name of one of the movies I did. But, uh, <laughs> but, I, but I get, you know, uh, but I, you know, that's uh, fresh, you know, hacks out there, whatever. Uh, I speak for myself. Uh, you know, th- th- that's just, you just made it harder for us. We're right. I haven't tackled, you know, because when you, if you crack a hundred, when you crack a hundred, when you start golfing, you crack a Hunsky, you're like, okay, mm-hmm. I think I might got this. Because remember, golf is one of those things that you can get better. Even if you're a little out of shape, you know, if you're a little, where you, like bowling, you can get good at it. Now, can you get good at being uh, a, a you know, running back in the NFL. No, I'm sorry, kids. It's all over. No, and and, no. and that's and the thing. You, but but you can get good at golf. You can practice and practice. You crack uh, then you crack ninety. That's that's kind of that's kind of hard. Now you if you can shoot in the eighties, you are so stoked. 
Anything below that, boy, it is just like three times more to work, uh, you know, to get there. Oh, to it's crack crazy. A, so it gets so hard to get to that that I don't think they need to start weighing the ball down, to, you know, because it's getting too easy. See, and this, this is the thing, is that everything you said there, that was my life for a while. I was a terrible golfer when I first started. I had a baseball swing, and I had to reinvent that, and I practiced, and I played, and I practiced, and I played, and I bought golf clubs, did all this kind of stuff. I got down to a four handicap. I mean, but that was a lot of work. And then I, I let it go, and it came back. And, and the, the last golf that I played seriously before I really hurt my knee again, I was in Reno living there at the time, and I just e- and I had eased up my swing and everything. I was shooting in the in the in the upper seventies, low eighties every round I went out and played. Right. And, yeah, and you know, you're so cracking eighty. I got, I got to give you a round of applause there because that is a tough place to get to. You got to really work. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, there was one. I played Wolf Run, and I had the round of my life at Wolf Run. I I, I shot I shot seventy four at Wolf Run. And I, I left an eagle putt. I three-putted an eagle. I had an eagle shot, and I three-putted, and I got a five. If I would have gotten an eagle on that, I would I would have could have shot par. And and that would that was like my biggest goal. Now I just you know I don't I don't play very well. I was much up in Wolf Run, yeah. Um, the way that you know that's pretty decent. Um, uh, we'll, don't bring out a, don't bring up. Please don't bring up the wolf pack. It's oh, really I I, there, I have to I have to now because we have to move. People have been hounding me on this, Joe, all week. What are my tournament picks? The tournament picks. And, uh, I, I, and I have to go, hey, man, I, I can't showbiz myself. I got Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy here on, on Thursday. I ain't going to do picks without Joe. Come on now. What kind of host would I be? That's like having uh, Christmas without Santa. Exactly. Um, before we get into the actual tournament, let's talk about why you're upset. And and I'm so dead against these. I hate these bullshit play-in games. Oh, my God. The, the, yeah, and by the way, me. by the way, why was the fucking Wolfpack playing last night? They're an 11 seed. They're no, in that's the fucking I, don't remember, I was going to ask you. I was going to ask you. They, they take a, they, there's a play-in that have eight teams. Four of them. Would be are going to be a sixteen seed, which I think all eight should be anyway. All four that get in should be, but no, but four of them are going to be a sixteen seed, and four of them are going to be an eleven seed when they Dumb. win. Dumb. If they're an eleven seed, why aren't they already in it? Yeah. Oh, I I, I don't agree. understand that at all. Somebody needs to explain that to me because I, I they, they, those those four players should be the four sixteen seeds. Oh, I I, I agree. Well, first of all, let let let's go back to old school, shall we? Since you and I are old men. Yeah, I don't like the playoff games. Those there's four teams that don't belong there. Don't go. Go to the fucking NIT. You're gonna lose anyway. <laughs> now, the, yeah, the, no, the, the tournament, the conference tournament winner, no, no, com- regular season conference winner, automatic bid. Not Cinderella story conference uh, uh, pl- conference tournament winner. Guys like nine and, and twenty two on a season, they get a couple of win, miracle wins, they win their conference tournament, and they blow somebody out of the tournament that belongs to be there. 
Now, Ogre, you, Ogre, I have to agree with you. The play-ins equal more ticket and broadcast revenue. Well, yeah. I, 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 you know what? Look how many schools there are. There's, you know, five years ago, you didn't see Gardner-Webb or, uh, you know, these school incarnate words and stuff that are – football, you can't – it takes a little money to field the Division One football team. But basketball, there's so many that it's also – it is about the money. You're right. Mm-hmm. But it's also to, to give these other – give everybody a shot. Because, but you can't you – can't Divide sixty-eight into two final ones at the end. No, it doesn't, the see, math don't work. No, and, and, so you've got to have the sixty-four. The only place you can go after sixty-four is one twenty-eight, and that would mean almost every team in the country got in. So uh, you know, so when you go to sixty-eight, so they're trying to you know get guys in if they got a shot. But Southerns, which of course the Shaquille O'Neal's kid gets about one minute a season on the floor. Sorry, Jack. Uh, yeah. But that's a, that's something big to live up to. But yeah, I don't like it at all. I, I think it's stupid, and I don't understand the eleven seat thing. So uh, I, I, don't, I don't mind it because it does give all the schools a shot if that's what it takes. But uh, but no. I, they should all be the sixteenth seat when they look, win. Look, yeah. look, it be the last four teams that are you know yeah. made to get in. The 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 the, the tournament is sixty four. The end. I yeah. understand. And this is one of those things, this is the hard part to understand, is this is where greed comes in. The NCAA doesn't need more games to make more money. These games are going to sell out all over the country. Uh, I mean, people are going to be buying tickets to the tournament. They're not going, uh, because, uh, of you know, Joe's Farmers College, they got in as a, a 17th seed. They have a play-in game. Nobody's going, holy shit, we got to buy those. Those people are going to go to that game. They're going to buy some tickets, some of those people. But that ain't what's drawing people to the tournament. It's the tournament. Yeah, it's, it's the March Madness. It's, it's the biggest thing. You know, it, it is it is neck and neck with the Super Bowl, um, you know, as the biggest event. Obviously, Super Bowl, biggest, biggest you know, people in this country. It's like a holiday. March Madness is like, it's like uh, anti-Lent. Oh, I, I, I'm going to tell you right now, I can't wait to go on Facebook and see how many friends of mine from Sacramento braved the elements and went over the mountain to watch the first round today. Because that's a huge yeah, thing. Sports yeah. books are going to be booked. I mean, they're going to be packed today in Reno. So, and check, not even just packed, but so, you know, where I usually go with my, uh, you know, with my uh, Fanta grape soda and a, a, a cup of ice that I get from the bartender and sit over there and watch the games. And so they, you know, they think I'm a customer. You know, I'm right. really good at thinking it, uh, that I'm a paying customer. Anyways, those areas, they're blocked off. You have to pay like 120 bucks for the weekend, wow. for the whole weekend. And, you know, of course, you get like a, a wristband. And so, so the places, even in the, even in the sports book, which is wide open in the casino, you go there, hey, buddy, where do you think you're going? <laughs> this is for the big wedge. I take them back. You, know, you can't even go sit in the sports book like you normally do. It wow. got, you know, it's a huge deal. And, and like you think, these guys come over from California, even though, even though you can bet uh, – you could bet it almost anywhere. California is still not there, but they can get on FanDuel. I don't know how that. Oh, yeah. I don't know how California works with that because, of course, that's our biggest draw is California, and uh, uh, they they just flock over, like you said. They're oh, just yeah. flocking that's over the hill, right? The, the Donner Pass uh, right now to uh, to for March Madness. Yeah. Um, all right, we're we're not going to pick the entire tournament. I I I, I sent you a thing. I hope you understood it. I want to pick from the Sweet Sixteen in. Okay. 
So uh, it will start with, uh, if you're looking at your brackets, the Sweet 16 is March 23rd through 24th. And we're going to start in the south bracket. Okay. So I have uh, Alabama making it all the way to the Sweet 16 against Virginia. Okay, let me see what I got here. I'm trying to pull up my, uh, pull up my bracket here. Did you, uh, how many uh, did you get in on? I mean, some of the free ones. Uh, oh, I don't do it. I, 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 I never do it. I, I, I do. I, you know, I, I normally don't ever, but it was so easy. I hit the button and it, it, it's like, and even all oh, the whole, what time you're doing it, ESPN's is like, do you want us to finish? Oh yeah. I, yeah. I'm looking at ESPN's and that's what I did this morning. And then I wrote mine down. So I, so I have it, but yeah, ESPN's got the best tournament coverage. I mean, all you do is click and they move it to the next one for you. It's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, they'll do it. They'll do it for you. Now, where's my brackets at? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, better make it easy, ESPN. <laughs> or I'll, I'll start watching Fox Sports. Okay. You got your bracket yet, Joe? No, I don't have it up yet. Oh, yeah, maybe I do. There we go. Okay, so let's get to my. Your southern bracket first, the south bracket. We'll go, we'll go south, east. Midwest and then West. All right. You know, Joe, while you're getting all that together, I, I'm going to tell you. you know what? Uh, today, yeah. Today, today's a tough day for me. You make it. You make it a lot easier, and I appreciate it. I just want to tell you that my dad would have thought the world of you. I could see you two hanging out at a. Do you remember when the the Grand Sierra was Harris? The Grand Sierra was never. The Grand Sierra started as it, it was originally. The very first was the MGM Grand. Then right. it became a Bally's, and after Bally's it was a Hilton, Hilton, and now it's the Grand Sierra. I'm sorry, it was the Hilton. I'm I'm sorry, it was the Hilton. And I remember the Hilton Sportsbook, and the Sportsbook used to be huge, and then right next to it was the race book, and the race book was even bigger. And I was thinking about this yesterday. I could see you and my dad hanging out because he was always in the race book. I could see you two hanging out and just being buddy-buddy there and talking all kinds of shit about sports. So uh, I, I love that you're on the show today, and I appreciate that you're on the show today, Joe. Well, I'll tell you what. I'm completely – I feel honored by that. I'm not kidding. That is, that is very, it's, it's very touching. It really is, Arnie, and I appreciate that a lot because, uh, you know, I uh, – I really, I really appreciate the show. I love being on it. I love, you know, I look forward to it every week. And, uh, and if there's any way, you know, uh, today we'll make it, uh, you know, we'll, we'll, I'm going to put, put this one up for dad because I know your dad does a lot to you. And uh, uh, you were, and, and to all you people out there that aren't close to your folks, you know, I know some of you can't. I know there's some folks out there that aren't the very good folks. Very good parents, but uh, you know, guys like me and Arnie, we lucked out. We got some people that loved us, mm-hmm. and boy, when they go, it's a toughy wuffy. Yeah, Stinkfist says, "Is that really a compliment, Arnie? You did say your dad had notorious, horrible friends. Oh, my dad had—he had wild and crazy friends, and that's why Joe and he would have been a perfect match. He exactly. Joe was right there. I mean, yeah. Have you got your damn bracket yet? I've killed no, enough I, time. You know, I had a, I had a, it's a sheet of paper here to for a backup. Oh, here we go. Here oh, we go. thank I got God. It. Okay, good. I have, 
You know what? You watch, can't find good help year's. anymore. It'll be last year's watch. Okay, listen. Thank you, Conchita. Man, oh, man, you got to fire her, Joe. She's, She's horrible. I, I'm so glad that yeah. yeah, I had a, a tournament then. So, for my... South Regional Sweet 16. South Regional Sweet 16. <sighs> I'm going to throw out the teams I've got. My final, my final four. Um, I swear to God, I had a, a paper right here, and it's really bugging me. I, I like you. You, 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 you want to you do, just do final four? I can just do final well, no. four. Who, who, you want the, the Sweet 16? So four out of the Southeast? Yes, four out of the South, four out of the Midwest, four out of the Southeast, and the other four. All right, I'm going to be a real pain in the ass because I do remember. But uh, give me, give me uh, like the first five seeds in the southeast. Uh, okay, which ones I know I have in my Sweet Sixteen. All right, in the South, the top five seeds are Alabama. They're in my Sweet Sixteen. Alabama, Arizona. They're in my Sweet Sixteen. Uh, Baylor. No. Virginia. No. San Diego State. Yep. And uh, Creighton is number six. Now keep going. Um, I think Iowa State's in there, are they not? Uh, no, Iowa State is not in the South Regional. Oh. Um, let, let, look, let, let's just do the <laughs> Final Four. Let's just go Final Four. I, my, 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 I had Sweet 16, but that's okay. Well, uh, and you know what? And I, I had a thing. I'm not kidding you. You ever notice when, you ever know that when you drop something and it vanishes? Yes. Oh, yeah. Well, we're old, too. We forget shit all the time. All right, I know. I'm, I'm now. I'm gonna have to go to the senior center today and cool off. <laughs> it's okay. You've got a final four, though, right? Yes. Okay. Let's start with your final four. We'll start in the the. Uh, who do you have coming out of the south bracket in the final four? Okay, coming out of the south bracket in the final four. Let me see here. Killing me. Absolutely killing me. I know. You know what? I don't have a team of. <laughs> Why don't I have the app? What's my problem? I, I have no idea. <laughs> I... <laughs> no. This is fantastic. I know. This is. Oh, man. No, this is fine. We're going to get there. Folks, <laughs> please stand by. Eventually. At the time, we're experiencing technical Good difficulties. Lord, it's like we're on Spirit Airline on the fucking tarmac <laughs> right now. <laughs> My God, there's going to be a fight that breaks out soon with this delay. All right. So. Uh, All right. Here we go. Now. Get this. I can tell you the action I have today. Okay. I don't want that. I want your final four. All right. <laughs> southeast section, my final four. Uh, whatever you're... No, no, what no. What city are they playing out southeast in? Uh, is no, that no, Birmingham no. or Orlando? Uh, I, I don't have that. I just it's have... Orlando. It's too. Orlando. I got, I got Kansas in there, for sure. Okay. I got Alabama in there. Okay. Kansas. San Diego State. Wait a second. Hold on a second. You can't have Alabama and San Diego State in the same Final Four. They're in the same bracket in the South. 
Oh, you want just Final Four now? I okay, just want Final all right, Four. all right. Good. So, so coming out of the Southeast, for me, it's going to be Kansas. Um, I also have Kansas coming out in the Final Four. Great pick, Joe. Great pick. All right, next oh. one. Who you got in the Final Four and what region? Which which uh which region do I want? Uh, let's go with the let's go west to Sacramento. Okay. All right. So let me see what I got coming out of that. Definitely don't have. With Sacramento, that's going to be uh that be you know, you're familiar with that city. Yes. Yes. Very. Sac of Tomatoes. Yeah. I've actually gone to the tournament there before when they had it at Arco once. I saw Indiana play. The Hoosiers. The Hoosiers wow. of Indiana. Indiana's got a new state bird. Oh, that's for all you people that enjoy true entertainment. Yeah, that is true entertainment. Waiting to Thank see. Thank you for all is. your time. Uh, I'm going to go with Duke. Duke out of the. Uh, hold on a second. Let me see. Uh, Facto with the West. Um, you know who also picked Duke? Is your buddy Barack Obama? Wait, why am I not seeing Duke? Hold on a second. Duke, Duke is in the East. Okay, hold on a second. Then what the hell am I going on here? <laughs> I was looking at Orlando again. I, you know, I was okay. thinking about Shaq earlier their day. Okay, so. uh, all right. So you got Duke coming. So I'm going to go with Arizona out of there. Now I like Arizona out of no, out, no, out of no, Shaq, no. out of the West, Arizona. No. You can't. You already have Alabama in. Alabama and Arizona are in the same fucking region. No, okay, no, I mean out west. Okay, I got out west. I got, uh, I got. Uh, well, who did I say? Arizona coming out of the west. Okay. That's remember Kansas got screwed. Say so getting the. So I, I'm going to take out of the west. Uh, I told you out of the west. I'm taking uh, Arizona. Okay. Okay. Wait, they're coming out of Sacramento, correct? I, I I don't know where they're coming out. Yeah, of. Arizona. I'm taking in the west. They're they're in the south bracket, actually. The uh, no, yeah, yeah, they, they yeah. play their game in Sacramento. Oh no, because they move, right? Damn it. Oh, all right. Okay. I, I, Joe, work on your final four real quick. Just find a bracket, fill it out real fast. I'll do my talking here. My all right, final. Yeah, do that. Four. Let me let me let me get to working over here. Hold on. My final. Get my cap over here. <laughs> my final four is set. Um, <laughs> Stinkfist says Jesus is like discussing the tournament with my wife. Um, out sure. of out of the first regional, the South regional, I have Baylor, and I hate Baylor, but I'm still gonna take them. Then, out of the East, I'm going to take number six seed Kentucky. Then, I am going to also take Kansas out of the West. Uh, I have a lot of Big 12 influence here. And, of course, out of the Midwest, there is only one team to take, my friends. And that team... <laughs> the University of Texas Longhorns. Final four, Baylor, Kentucky... Texas, Kansas. I got Kansas winning it all, so we got that one. <laughs> okay, good. He's giving us our winner before. No, I'm telling you right now. No, the thing is, here's the thing. I am, you know, I'm like, 
a presidential candidate, whereas oh. I'm answering the questions like it is all fun stuff. But if you only knew the rage that is burning inside no. of my head right now, it's about no. to explode no. because right in front of me, I had a paper with the thing, everything on at the brackets, like, really? Like, you're not going to know where you're at in the NCAA tournament? And I swear to God, I got papers all over this place. It looks like like the Watergate investigation in here, you know. But but like, because the, the one paper, I like, you, you need some soccer odds? I have soccer odds. If you like those, that's it. Fuck. Joe, Joe, I, I am not upset. I promise you this has been one of the greatest segments I've ever done. This is one of my all-time favorite memories in broadcasting now because this was so great. That was fucking fantastic. So you have Kansas winning it all. Kansas, Final Four, Kansas, Purdue, Texas. Okay. That's three. I know. I, I Thanks for the update, uh, <laughs> Mr. Abacus. <laughs> <laughs> about to black out. I'm acting laughing so hard. Oh, Jesus. Oh, no. You know what? I was trying to pull up a bracket here real quick, but I have to sign up with an email. Oh, okay. I'll give you a fucking email. <laughs> oh, this is so gold. I should go into another Hall of Fame for this broadcasting moment. This is awesome. Oh. <laughs> Let's watch the news tonight. <laughs> you dirty son of a bitch. Have you figured out your fourth team yet? Houston. Houston. Okay, good, good, good. Not a bad pick. They're a great team. And yeah, I know, the yeah, I don't know if I slam a jam of it. All right, he did. Can I get a couple of ice water, please? Is it really? Oh, the, oh she quit? That's just right. Oh. And, and you know what? You know what's so great about this? Every broadcaster has done this, and that's why I'm laughing. I, I, I'm not laughing at you, Joe. I'm laughing at this situation because I have I have done that exact same thing. And it's not that you're not prepared; it's because it's not where it's supposed to be. And and and, and I've done it. I've done it live on the air a number of times. And you but to me, but to me also, Arnie, is that that's the whole show. That's that's what it's about. Anyway, what is better than real life? Like yeah. real life is what people want to see. Yes. What do you think reality shows are so huge now? Because that's what people want to see. Ooh, see the other guy. You know, uh, you know, you look back at the you know sitcoms, even Three's Company, then even for the Brady Bunch, how cheesy they are because they they're so bad they don't even look real. And then they they, they look now we have these gritty dramas on the the. the the streaming services and they're more lifelike and, and the reality so people want to see people fail yeah. <laughs> they oh, love yeah. that and they do or you may also love to see them win but they love to see people so whatever if somebody was if, instead of me joe uh, joe murphy here uh up in beautiful lake Tahoe, everybody come on by i can get you a decent uh, rate on a room and a good hooker if you need to <laughs> but uh but, uh, you know, uh, who cares about my pants? If they laugh because I'm a moron, that's more, that's bad. I, I, I prefer that anyway. Oh, and, and here's the thing. You nailed it. it it's real. That, that, that it, you can't edit that out. I mean, there's a lot of people that would have edited that whole thing out and they would have put it on there. This is why I love doing live broadcasting. 
is because of stuff like that. The real world that gets in the way. Sometimes you're, you're talking and all of a sudden snot comes out of your nose for some odd reason and you have to get through it, but you can't because you're laughing. And I, yeah, exactly. And, and you know what? And, and, you know, just because of you know, I've, I've got a, I've got an extra cell phone. I've got a, you know, my laptop, and I, you know. But in case of you know that, I, I specifically went downtown last night because I was just going to stay home. I, oh no, I want to go get a, I, I want to go get a bracket to get paper from the sports book. So I specifically, uh, you guys can refund my bus fare for this now. Uh, I, I, you know, I, I went downtown and I, to get the sheet so I would have a piece of paper in front of me when technology failed or when my brain failed. At least I'd have something in front of me, and I'll be a son of a bitch if that thing is nowhere to be found. Oh man, that was awesome. Well, Joe, Joe, I, I'm going to say, um, as a a, a fellow uh, brother of the Blarney Stone. Uh, I hope you have a wonderful St. Patrick's Day tomorrow. I, I know that you will be uh, enjoying the day, not like we used to enjoy it, but you will remember what it was like back in the day on Wells Avenue in, in Reno, Nevada. When St. Patrick's Day hit, it was on like neck bone. So, yeah, that's uh, it, buddy. That's it. And don't forget the Irish, you know, who we not only we got the toughest jaw, there is, but also, you know, we don't need to waste time. We boil our fucking our, our, on our on our holiday. We boil everything and eat it. So get right. over it, okay? And I just wanted to say that now I lost that. Big, I can't find my penis now either. <laughs> this is a horrible, horrible day. <laughs> All right, Joe. Hey, we'll All talk right, to you. We'll talk to you next week, pal. And uh, have a great weekend. You too, bud. Thank you so much. All right, Lake Tahoe, Joe Murphy. Everybody, that was fucking great, dude. That was so funny. Uh, all right, uh, last break coming up next. We're going to have a special co-host coming in here in just a little bit. This next song, uh, I, I give my dad a lot of credit uh, for everything in my life. And I've never been afraid to go on stage. And that's because my dad, at an early age, had me when he would play his piano, when he'd go to the VFWs and do his thing. Um he had one uh, modern-day song in his set list that he always played, and he liked the song, and he would bring me on stage to sing this song. I hated it. I fucking couldn't stand it, but it gave me that, that, that courage to be able to stand on stage. So this song is probably one of the most special songs that I can ever play for him. He let me curse in it too. Little south side of Chicago is the baddest part of town. And if you go down there, you better just be well. A man named Leroy Brown. Now Leroy, morning trouble. You see, he's stand about six foot four. All the downtown ladies call him treetop lover. All the men just call him sir. Brown, the baddest man in the 
took to fighting They went and pulled down from the floor Leroy looked like a jigsaw puzzle With a couple of pieces gone Kissed her and she kissed me Like the fella once said Ain't that a kick in the head The room was completely black I hugged her and she hugged back Like the sailor said Quote, ain't that a hole in the boat My head keeps spinning I go to sleep and keep Grinning, if this is just to be beginning, my life is gonna be beautiful. I've sunshine enough to spread. It's just like the fella said. Tell me quick, ain't love a kick in the head? Said, ain't that a kick in the head? Like the sailor said, quote, ain't that a hole in a bowl? My head keeps spinning. I go to sleep and keep grinning. If this is just the beginning. My life is gonna be beautiful She's telling me we'll be wet She's picked out a king-size bed I couldn't feel any better or I'd be sick Tell me quick Boy, ain't love a kick Tell me quick When I, in awesome wonder, consider all the world thy hands have made, I see the stars, I hear the rolling thunder, thy power throughout the universe displays. Then sings my soul, my Savior God, to thee. Sing my soul. How 
crazy because oh my lucky stars the one and only goddamn bratty kid he has all three major kinds of retardation not true not true at all is joining the show because we have an update on what is happening in our lives bratty kid please take it away don't forget about roscoe too oh that's right uh, the the studio is full uh, my normal uh Shotgun mate there, Bubba the Wonder Dog. He's passed out on the couch. Uh, Roscoe's got crackers all over his face, not knowing what the fuck is going on right now. And then, of course, Braddy Kid is is in the house. So, um, what would you like to update us on? Well, somebody is very upset that he might be coming off and appearing to others as a deadbeat father. Because not only is today 
the day that the judge signed off on the divorce. Okay, so so let's walk this back. This is the the story of um your your spawn and her uh, marriage that she was married to um, Roscoe's donor. And, and they moved in with us, and, and then Roscoe came along, and, and then things went abruptly wrong because the donor didn't really want to work. He didn't want to do anything. He doesn't want to do anything. We've, we've dated the story. The last update that we had was when I allegedly had uh, you know menaced him and all that stuff, and then we were going through the divorce process, so what has happened? Well, yesterday, or I'm sorry, it was today, today's Thursday. On Tuesday, or was it Tuesday? No, yesterday, yeah. he uh, willingly signed the divorce papers, and her attorney explained them to him because he did not get an attorney, even though he knew she had an attorney, uh, explained to him, that um, he basically will have zero rights to his child unless my daughter allows him to see his child. There is no set days. There's no set hours. There's so no set minutes of how long he has to see his child, each month, each year, each whatever. He has no say to his child. The only say that he has to this child is if he is having visitation and needs medical treatment, he can authorize medical treatment. He has to pay for medical. He has to provide dental. He has to pay a shit ton in uh, child support. No, wait, wait, wait. Before you get going even further, uh, you say he didn't bring a lawyer to this case. This guy may be like the dumbest person on the face of the earth. Okay. I mean, I'm just guessing. Come, continue, please. Okay. And then my daughter threw out the, um, well, she's obviously going to change her last name to um, her maiden name. And she's now also going to be changing little Roscoe's last name to her maiden name as well. So he not only is getting divorced, paying a shit ton of money, and um, has no say to his child, but this son of his that he's wanted for so many years will no longer have his last name. Now, a lot of people might think that's mean, that's bad, and all this stuff. But let me let me walk this back here real quick. It's not mean. It's not bad. It, he, he's gotten everything that he has deserved. And he made a statement yesterday uh, that that he didn't want to be known as a deadbeat dad. Well, what's the definition of someone that doesn't see their child and doesn't pay for their child? He's two months behind, I believe, correct? As of right now, and that first child support payment comes April 1st. Oh, well, April's full because he ain't going to pay it. Uh, and. This kid, well, you have other things that he said and he's done. Uh, this kid, honestly, uh, Brady Judd was being nice to him. I mean, whenever this kid talks. You were literally too stupid to insult. I, I, mean, I mean, sometimes it feels that way, but I'll still go ahead and insult him. I insult him every day to his face. Mm -hmm. So um, he's he, he was. Uh, let, let me let me let me try to draw this picture for everybody because this is how good today feels for everybody. Um, when he first moved out, he moved into a, a crappy one-bedroom apartment. And 
I didn't realize this at the time because, well, I was always, <clears throat> I don't know, guess ahead of the game when it came to things. And I would never move to an apartment that didn't have a washer and dryer. Never. I don't know if that's me being a diva or what, but he lived in a one-bedroom apartment with another dude. The dude got the bedroom. Donor got the living room futon. Well, but you got to back it up. Remember when he was bragging about this apartment? It was supposed to be a one-bedroom with a den. Mm -hmm. And so he was going to sleep in the den, apparently, and the roommate was going to be sleeping in the bedroom. Well... Obviously, I don't know, when I rented an apartment, we saw the apartment, did a walkthrough before we moved in. Apparently, they didn't, they didn't do that because when they moved their shit in, oh, it was just a one-bedroom. So he lived in the living room on a futon, paying, like, all the bills. All the roommate had to do is pay $500. Spermy uh, paid everything else. Ogre says, hey, Arnie and Brady, would you defriend this shit stain so he stops coming up on my suggested friends list? <laughs> um, so he moves into this apartment, and, and he suggests at one point that, that, that the, he wants to get back together with your spawn and bring the child into the house. Yes. But not kick out the roommate. Yes. So my daughter, who, uh, you know, has class. Mm-hmm. He expects to what live on a futon? Yeah, yeah, that wasn't going to work. So she, she of course said no because she's a lot smarter. Um, and throughout this process, she's gotten smarter every single day, uh, back to her old smart self. Because when she married this hunk of shit, that was her dumb self. But I've already explained that to her. Roscoe's eight months. Um. So, uh, wait, what, what was the phrase that he used yesterday? In the text message, something along the line, I ha- I left Token. my yes, my cliff notes. I left. I, I'm like Joe. I left them on the table. If nice. I know where mine are at, nice job. Um, he he doesn't have enough money, so the way it works in Texas, I I'm not an expert at child support, um, because my late husband wasn't a deadbeat. Mm-hmm. But um, I- if he doesn't make enough money for them to take this amount out, they won't take out child support. However, he gets a nice large chunk from the um, government from being in the military that, you know, he hated but now displays his medals proudly, his three. Mm-hmm. And um, they're probably participation medals. But they, um, they, they pay him to go to school, and so which is more than enough money to cover the child support. And that was the agreement that he would give her that money every month um, and child support as long as she didn't put them on paper. Well, he's so smart that he didn't realize when you get a divorce and there's a child involved, you don't have a choice but to be put on paper. So yesterday the attorney told him they can, um, he could actually go in and make that payment himself. If he, doesn't ma- if, they d- if he doesn't make enough, he can actually go in and make that payment. So, obviously, he's not going to make enough between his, I guess, what, his, what you call real job versus yeah. his 
is slapping Weekend. tacos together versus helping, you know, old men with fucking planners at Home Depot. Yeah, versus his Home Depot job. So they asked him which check they wanted it to be taken out of, and obviously he had to say Taco Bell, <laughs> but um, which, by the way, winner. Um, he's not going to make enough money. So come April 1st when that payment's due, I've always said to my children, your rent's due on the 1st, it's late on the 2nd, and you can get your shit out on the 3rd. On the 3rd, she can file paperwork that he... Uh, is in violation and hasn't paid his child support. And Texas doesn't fuck around. You miss one child support check, you can go to jail. Uh, Hot Mama says, I don't understand why she changed his name. I don't care if he's a deadbeat dad. That's who the child is. Here's the problem. And your daughter and I, you were were out yesterday. She she and I had a conversation. Um, He never wanted to go to any of the... um, the uh, sonograms never wanted to go to any of the doctor's appointments. She had to pretty much force him to go to the, the the doctor's appointments. He couldn't be bothered to take care of the child when he even lived here in the house. There was a, there was a day once that I was doing the show, and I kid you not, um, all of a sudden I look out to my left and I can see the front door and somebody's flying in the front door. And I'm like, what the hell? And I look, and I see a car, and I know the car, and it's because he was asleep, and the baby was screaming. And he slept through it. So he doesn't really he, – he knocked up a girl because he thought he was going to be financially set because this girl is a winner. And it turned out he wasn't. He was not there for my daughter through her pregnancy. Mm-hmm. He didn't even want to cut the umbilical cord. To he didn't actually really even want to be in the room when my daughter gave birth. Like she was having a C-section, and of course I was there. And I mean, Yuck. if you followed the show for a million years, I don't do good in hospital settings. Mm-hmm. When Arnie goes to the hospital, I mean, thank God it was COVID to get a tampon. I waited in the car. I don't do good in the hospital. I was willing to go in the room with my daughter. I don't know if I'd want to cut the cord because that's kind of gross. But he didn't even want to be in the room for the birth of his child. He uh, honestly probably didn't even want to be there. He just wanted to be at home playing video games. And with my daughter going through the passing of her father, we had this talk yesterday. Arnie and I went to Reno. Or not Reno. Where did we go? We went to Las Vegas. Mm -hmm. And... um, Arnie pressured me into doing a bunch of illegal stuff in Las Vegas. <laughs> and you made an illegal U-turn. And in retaliation, I made him walk up a whole million flights of stairs. And to nowhere. To nowhere. To nowhere. <laughs> but To nowhere. When we came back home, when I came back home, I came home to a whole different child. My daughter was out of control. And she met this guy, and I knew that, Arnie and I both knew that this marriage wasn't going to last, but... I just prayed to God that she didn't get pregnant. And speaking of that, really off topic, um, we've come to the determination that the reason that Roscoe is so cute is it's my genes. Oh, it, oh, oh I, I haven't come to this conclusion I mean, if yet. you look at, I have two different children. I'm mm-hmm. a whore. They have two different fathers. Right. Um, Skank. I am. But Slut. my son's dad's Tramp. kids Hooker. are fucking ugly. <laughs> <laughs> and I tell my son every day, you're welcome. And then if you look, my when uh, when after my late husband passed, the attorney said, watch out. You're going to have kids come out of the woodworks. And lo and behold, Arnie and I were in Texas, mm-hmm. and I get a phone call from my daughter crying that there's some girl claiming to be my late husband's child. Well, 
my in-laws are complete douchebags. And I do believe that this may be my late husband's child, but I have never spoken to her. And if she reaches out, I'll be open to maybe having a relationship with her. But um, she's ugly. <laughs> Ogre says you forgot trollop, harlot, and doxy. So those were all other words that I should have called you right uh, there. Probably. Yeah. They all fit. But um, so thank God. He, I mean, he may have fluoritis genes in him from his sperm donor. Mm-hmm. But um, at That's least my job, though, is to, to root all that genetic bullshit yeah, out of him. At least he has potential because both my children, my son, it took a little longer. My daughter, she's back home now. You know, she ripped this Band-Aid off of this with this divorce. Their worst, his worst mistake was allowing her to move back to Texas or move to Texas because Mama Bear don't play. And he walked in this door, and I we kind of saw it coming beforehand. But he walked in this door, and he was going to be walking right on out. And it took a year. A year? Did it take a year? Yeah, it took yeah, about a year. About a year. Uh, and, uh, you know, my daughter finally, and I feel horrible doing it, but I came to her on December 1st and said to her, you're not happy. Why? W- how much more of this are you going to take? Your son knows you're not happy. You're not happy. The house isn't happy. And she went immediately into her room, had a talk, and he said, let's get divorced. And she said, get the fuck out. And she has not looked back since. And she's been the happiest she's ever been since kicking him out. You know, he still has nothing to do with this child. And we basically have to force him to watch him on conflicting days that I'm not able to babysit him for a few hours because of work. Because nobody trusts me, so I'm and, and rightfully so, because I don't know how to change a baby. I'm, I still haven't learned, and I'm not going to. He's only shit twice today. No, okay, only twice. That, that's good. That's more than me, pal. Um, so <laughs> Rise says, as someone who grew up with the last name of a deadbeat dad, I always wish my name was not his. So there you go. And, and, and honestly, he signed the paperwork to, to sign it over. He he signed he he gla- willingly signed the paperwork. And if he was having buyer's remorse about signing that paperwork yesterday, he could have shown up today to court and said, "Judge, I I want to take back that signature." And he did not show up to court today because he didn't give two shits. He didn't wait 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 wait. They they had they, he didn't show up to court at all. No, he didn't show up to court. Wow, yikes. Um, let's see, to be fair, cutting the cord is the hardest part of the whole birthing process. I was man enough to do it. I took one for the team. Damn right. Um, let's see, um, oh, I love to change the name, though. Diapers are easy to change, Arnie. No, no, they aren't. Uh, this Sassy Pammy. diapers stink. Oh, my God, Braddy, you're so mean to say that on the air. I want to go back to something that, that I, I don't talk about enough on this show. And it, it's how how this house is kept together, and this house is kept together because of one person. That's Braddy Kid. The only reason why this house runs is because of Braddy Kid. Um, it was Christmas Day, and she works at a grocery store, and in grocery stores are always open, so she had to go to work that morning, Christmas Day, the the first year that they lived with us, and they had lived with us now for two days. Now, this kid always cried about, oh, my parents were so bad. My parents were, and his parents are awful. And this is why I always say everybody has a story. And all this kid wanted was a family. Lo and behold, he comes into a house where there's a happily married couple, and they're coming into this Y'all house. heard that, happily married. Well, at that time we were. Okay. Things have changed a lot since then. Sure. Um, and it was Christmas Day. Brad, a kid got... Done at work. She worked like eight hours. 
and then came home and made enchiladas because she wanted to make a family dinner. Now, if you cry and you say, oh, I want a family my whole life, when you have a big Christmas family dinner, you would attend it, right? Yes, you would attend it, especially if the person who made it just got done working. Lo and behold, he did not come out for dinner. Why? Because he was busy playing video games. That was the moment that I hated him. I didn't really like him a lot up until then, but that was the moment that I hated him. And it took everything in my power not to drag him out by his hair to eat some enchiladas. Amazing enchiladas, as Sassy Pammy says, I might add. Yes. Oh, I brag about these enchiladas. They're phenomenal. extra olives and Pams. Um, and, and he couldn't be bothered to come out. And that was his whole persona. That was his whole life, is that it was video games and sleep. Video games and sleep. Then he had a baby, and it was video games, sleep, and then maybe his kid. Uh, Hot Mama says, I guess I'm the only one that respectfully disagree. And that's fine. Uh, I lived the life, and I got older, and I wanted to know who my dad was. Even though he was a piece of shit, he was still my dad. Just my feelings, having lived with no- and And Hot Mom, I totally understand. And we're not saying that Roscoe's never going to see him. Ros- Roscoe's still going to see him. Sadly, I mean, until he stops, you know, making payments. And we have I don't to be understand. nice about him, unfortunately. Well, my prediction is, this is the prediction I'm making, is that this kid's going to either have somebody else knocked up by the end of the year or he's going to be in jail. One of the two. So there you go. We'll wait a year before we throw him in jail. Mm, I wouldn't wait that long. Um, anything else that we've left off? Oh, and another reason why is that he's, you know, I, I don't know. I, I guess I don't know why people see him as a deadbeat. But I work 40 hours a week. I work, here we go, 4 a.m. to 12 p.m. And I usually work six days a week. Mm-hmm. And the agreement when this child was born was that I would only be watching this child while they both were at work. Now, mind you, while my daughter was pregnant, she would have to walk home. At 1 a.m. Once. Well, uh, start 1 a.m. Because her husband had to work weekends only at Home Depot and needed, needed, they only had one car. Needed the car because he wrecked their car. Oh, wait, no, he just got it. He didn't give his driver's license until right before they moved to Florida, huh? Mm -hmm. Yeah, he didn't, he was, uh, he didn't have his driver's license. But um, they only had one vehicle. So he wanted his pregnant wife, who's nine months pregnant, to walk home. That happened one time because Arnie would get up and go get her. And granted, I mean, we're just down the street, but, you know, he was okay with that because he needed to go to work. Well, when he decided that, you know, Roscoe was probably three months old when he got his job at Taco Bell, um, he wasn't supposed to be working nights. He decided to work nights. So now not only do I work my 40 hours a week, I babysit Roscoe 50 hours a week. Not only do I babysit him 50 hours a week, I have a set schedule. My daughter doesn't. She oftentimes works 5 p.m. to 1 a.m., which means I go to bed at 7 p.m. I'm babysitting when I'm supposed to be sleeping. Mm-hmm. Arnie has babysat this child more than his father has. And I don't like kids. I, I really, but, but Roscoe's okay because Roscoe lets me curse around him and I don't get in trouble for it, so that's good. But, yeah, so this, this kid is, is, is a total deadbeat, total loser. He needs to go back to Florida. 
I'd be embarrassed if I was his parents. <laughs> they aren't. They're 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 fucking they're dirtbags too. I mean. But thank God Roscoe has Arnie in his life because. Amen. I uh, fear between Arnie and Tommy as this kid gets older. Poof, this kid's I'm going to get to know trouble. the Rockwall Police Department very well. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Oh, I, I, I told Roscoe something yesterday. Once he started, he, he actually, like, pulled himself up a little bit the other day. Once he starts walking around and stuff, I can start practicing wrestling moves on him. Like, I could choke slam him like a champ. Um, uh, the, the, uh, the, the suplex, I can do a suplex with him. Probably won't do the, the, the pile driver, no, nothing around the crotch area. He's not tall enough to DDT yet either, so... Um, but yes, Roscoe and I are going to start on our wrestling move soon. They were smoking cigars last night when I yeah. came home. Mm-hmm. Uh, you said it. He is a kid. He probably doesn't even grasp what's going on. Roscoe, I hope you're talking about, because the other kid doesn't grasp what's going on either. Um, so he went from, th- this is the funniest part about him. He bitches about not having money. Oh, yeah. This is my favorite part. Arnie made me be nice. Um, I don't know how I made you be nice, but, um. So he left the apartment. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Signed a year lease, but then left after two months and said he didn't have to pay to get out of it, which he's lying to us because, you know, uh, we've lived in apartments. And you just don't go, hey, uh, I'm not going to be able to pay anymore. We got to go. And they let you go. You have to pay out. To well, he, get remember, out. he was late for two months in a row. Yeah. Yeah. So the eviction happened. And he decided, hey, let's go get a more expensive place. Down the road, even further away from where I work. And yeah. he has a shitbox of a car to begin with, and that's going to die soon anyway. And that'll be the, the next excuse of why Roscoe can't get his child support payments. Um, but he moved into a house where the rent is probably about, let's see, his apartment was what, 1200 I think it was like eleven, twelve hundred dollars $1,200. Um, and then his house now is what, twenty. Three hundred. I thought we were, t- we were thinking about twenty five hundred. We're not one hundred percent sure, but we're guessing about twenty five hundred dollars a month in rent. And they've added one other person. Yes, it's a four bedroom, two bath, sixteen hundred foot square house. So tiny. Mm-hmm. Um. So so they moved into this house and they're paying a lot more. And I just found this out yesterday. Well, wait. So in the process of moving, um, he was expecting a check in the mail. And um, I don't know if you if you gave an update on that. He kept asking my daughter for a loan. He's always asking my daughter for money. And her response is, well, first she knows I'm going to kick her ass, and she gives him a dime. But she's smarter than that and says, no, I have to take care of your child because you're not paying for your child. And um, so he's making all these plans trying to move, I- expecting this check to come from the school because I guess he got reimbursement or something pale grant money, I don't know, something money from the school that he got back. And so he's counting on this money to, to do this move with, but the check hasn't come in the mail yet, and he still hasn't changed his address to my house, so any mail that he gets, I just put return to sender. Well, Arnie said when this check comes, I have to give it to him. And I honestly thought I sent it back because it had been like a week, mm-hmm. and then the check came, and Arnie told me I have to give him the check. So I gave him this check. And why did I say to give him the check? Because supposedly my daughter is going to get money out of this check. Well, uh, uh, there was another reason. What was the other reason? The other reason is to just get this kid out of our lives. Yeah, I guess. Just to, just to, to move it along. I, I know that he, that, and, and I knew that, that she wasn't going to get any money from it, and she never did get any money from it. So this check comes. He gets the check. 
So what did he do with this money that he got? And it was probably about what? Like a forty four hundred, forty five hundred dollar check. So he does he give child support that he owes to my daughter? Uh anything? hold on a second. Let me let me get the right sound effect. Um Nope. No, no, sure didn't. Did he buy Roscoe some clothes? Um Nope, 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 nope. Maybe some formula? Um uh, maybe he started a college fund. Oh wait, no. He didn't do that either. Did he buy some nice big two one or two maybe computer screens? He bought something else, too. He bought a bed. Oh, yeah, he bought himself a new bed. Even though he had a futon that he could put in a room and fold it out as a bed, he said, no, I'm going to go buy a bed. He bought himself a nice new big bed. And um, and then he had the nerve um, to turn around and part of this divorce in Texas, because there's children involved, you have to take a parenting class. And uh, it costs $50. This is so mad. (laughs) So my daughter took her class. It says four hours, but it really only takes about an hour to do. And it's all online. Uh, it's $50. He said he, he couldn't do it because he didn't have any money. He just got $4,500. Mm-hmm. But couldn't pay the $50 to, to, to do this. So <sighs> another thing that he did during this, so he, so he rents, first he rented this apartment where you have to walk, I don't know, to the community washer and dryer where creepers are. Um, now, because he, he's so smart with his first roommate, which is still following with him because, well, he has such a good deal. Um, they, the three of these kids are going to go into this house, which is great. This house, you know, you rent a house, comes with a refrigerator, maybe a dishwasher. Microwave. Microwave, stove. Sure. Washer, dryer. Um, let's see. Um, no. No, this rental house doesn't have a washer and dryer. No washer dryer. Oh, man. What an idiot. So he still can't afford to, you know, he's living paycheck to paycheck, and we should be sympathetic to that. Um, so he has, he can't pay the $50 for this because he has to maybe buy a washer dryer? Well, y- yeah, you would think maybe buy one, but. No. He's renting a washer and dryer. I didn't even know that was a thing. Correct the mundo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rena Center, it, it preys on the the the, the terrible. Re- he went to Rena Center and he's got a, a washer and dryer. And I guarantee you he's the only one paying for that. He's the only one paying for that because he's so dumb. He couldn't afford his twelve hundred dollar a month apartment. So we're gonna go ahead and, and get this house. We're gonna divide the rent by three people. Well then you got utilities. You got your Electric, you got your gas, uh, you got what else, cable, internet. Mm-hmm. So you can't afford twelve hundred dollars a month. You're divided by two, or no, actually, you know, or seven hundred dollars a month. You, how are you going to afford where you're actually paying twelve or thirteen, fourteen hundred dollars a month for your portion of this rent? Yeah, I mean, his rent went up uh, to at least eight hundred dollars. I mean, if it's twenty four hundred dollars a month of rent for this house, by the way, stupid. Um, He's got to pay eight hundred dollars a month if they're doing it evenly, which yeah. I doubt they are, um, because they didn't do the last one evenly. No. So he's paying eight hundred dollars for rent. Uh, washer and dryer payment's going to be at least a hundred dollars a month, probably, or probably fifty dollars a month. Um, then all that stuff you put in there, oh boy! And let me tell you, let me tell you, it gets hot here in the fucking summer, and the energy prices. If he doesn't pick the right energy company. We'll fuck him over. Oh, you know he doesn't know how to pick energy companies. No. 
Uh, let's see. You have to have fastest internet if you're a gamer. So yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, and believe me, we know. We oh, pay for we it. We know. So when when um when we moved to Texas, um, I just kept the same internet speed that we had in California because it seemed to work. My late husband was a gamer, and uh, so I don't know anything about internet, but we had really fast internet and really good internet, and um. I kept it because it seemed to help the show run fine and I could work from home on it. So everything was, was fine. And so we just kept it. It wasn't good enough for him. He needed even faster, which they told me when I moved to Texas <laughs> that I could get the, the internet speed that we have now. But there's really not much of a difference except for $100. And it, it's not worth it. You, well, don't, you don't notice the, the difference. And here's the thing. I even told this kid this because Tommy told me. The internet here in Rockwall, Texas, is not good. No. They don't have buried lines here. They, 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 they're still working on making it the fastest it can be. And I told him, I said, look, that's the problem here. And we've got all the fucking, we've got routers, we've got fucking satellites up, we've got everything. We've got the fastest internet. And there's still times that we can't get on fucking streaming systems because the internet's slow here. But that wasn't good enough for him, so we had to go out. And and you know where he moved to is even worse than here. Oh yeah, I I mean, what an idiot. So uh, the the good news today, and and it was Braddy Kid who who uh, she pointed this out to me yesterday, and this did mean a lot to me. Um, Today's a tough day for me because of my dad passing away, but now it's a good day because uh, your your spawn finalized her divorce so that's a good thing and then she goes what about seven seven i said oh seven seven is the worst day ever because i got married originally on seven seven oh seven but seven seven is also roscoe's birthday so now it's not a bad day anymore so there you go roscoe see we're making arnie's life better every day i i don't know about that Uh, more difficult yes absolutely more challenging oh yeah for sure I mean, the the first time a kid fucking fucks up and picks on Roscoe, oh, ABC is in in business that day. We're going to whoop that kid's ass, or at least Roscoe will. Roscoe will. I hope so. I hope so. I wonder if she went back and said, well, I want to change his his name to Roscoe. Oh, God. Because I I know that. that How bad he'd be. By the way, by the way, that drives him crazy. It does. So I make sure. I mean, we're always going to call him Roscoe because he's always going to be Roscoe. Um, well, I don't even remember his real name. He'll be really care. confused in kindergarten when he has to write his real name. And he no, he Roscoe. won't. No, he won't. He's <laughs> going to go by Roscoe. Roscoe's such a kick-ass name. And by the way, I came up with it. I came up with Roscoe. And he's looking at me right now. He knows his name. So there you go. Bubba doesn't even know his name. Bubba. Yeah, he ain't even awake. He's on your foot asleep. Um, you want to do a story with me? Okay. Do a couple stories and then we'll call it a day. Um, oh, one of the, one of them is a story you sent me. But the first one is uh, the the update on the update of the <laughs> reparations in San Francisco. Remember yesterday, I told you <laughs> that the 1.8 million black people that are in San Francisco are are now asking for a one time lump sum payment of five million dollars. A $1 house, a $97,000 a year guaranteed income for 250 years, 
and all their debts wiped off. How do you get guaranteed income for 250 years? I'm, I'm not sure. Um, but Hillary Ronan, a member of the San Francisco City Board, who is white, said, quote, you have my 100% support and commitment to imp- implementing, quite frankly, all 111 of these recommendations. There's more recommendations than just those. That's and she, she's going to die. Hmm? That's because she's old and going to die. No, th- this gal's not old. Oh. Th- this gal's like just a city council person. She's probably in her mid-40s. Ooh. Um, do, do, do they not realize how much the money this will cost? This, this will end the housing industry. Dollar houses for 1.8 million people. So the housing industry is going to get paid $1.8 million for 1.8 million houses. If I'm black and trans, do I get two houses? Maybe. Maybe. We'll see. You get two bathrooms. I get two bathrooms. There you go. But, but uh, not to mention the $5 million a person. That's trillions of dollars. California doesn't have that money. And you know what? It's guilty morons like this because, once again, this has nothing to do with slavery. This has to do with unfair housing practices in a state that slavery was never legal in. They are stealing your money, California, because I, I'm just going to tell you this right now. This is going to pass. Now, how do they pay for it? I don't know. Thank so when God it, Texas is closed. Yeah. Uh, so when his donor deciding <laughs> or identifying as black and moving to San Francisco, probably really soon if he was that smart, but he's not. These people really need to go back to school and study economics. Our school system is failing miserably. And I'm sure the debt company going uh, all will be okay with that money that's owed. Oh, amen. That we're going to wipe out $1.8 million or 1.8 million people's debts. What do you think property taxes would be on those $1 houses? I, w- I would have them probably at b- about $4 million. <laughs> that way you got to give the money back right that. away. Um, there was somebody, though, a, a former Black Lives Matter activist who lived in the Bay Area, says the reparations proposal is unrealistic, disgusting, saying it means by which to indoctrinate people with victim mentality. Uh, is that somebody I, speaking out against blacks? There was a black guy speaking out against blacks. Oh, so. that's okay then. Yeah, no, no, he's an Uncle Tom or a one-eyed Charlie, if you will. Um, Whoopi Goldberg yesterday issued an apology. Was this the one that she had to issue? Um, well, uh, I'll, I'll play the video for you, and you can tell me if this is one and the same. It's a stupid apology. It's a worthless apology. And it, I'm, I'm frankly, why? Cops. New episodes every Friday. You know, when you're a certain age... You use words that you know from when you were a kid or you remember saying, and that's what I did today, and I shouldn't have. I should have thought about it a little longer before I said it, but I didn't. And I should have said cheated, and I used another word, and I'm really, really sorry. The people who still believe that he got, you know, gypped somehow in the election will still believe that he cared enough about his wife to... 
Pay the... That was gas. Pay. <laughs> that probably stunk, too. Um, she's apologizing for using the word gypped. Oh, no. I was thinking of the Kyle Rittenhouse apology. No, no. She hasn't done that yet. Um, no, she she's apologizing for because the word gypped is a derogatory term towards gypsies, travelers. You know, gypsies who go from town to town in Europe, and they go and they're not very they they're not very ethical. They don't necessarily steal from you, but they do. Are you a gypsy? No, I'm not a gypsy. Okay. Um, and and they're they're proud gypsies out there. The heavyweight champion of the world, Tyson Fury, is known as the Gypsy King because the gypsies have this proud tradition of fighting amongst themselves. And she apologized for using the word gypped. Unfucking believable. Does that mean what about the peanut butter? That's gif. Oh, I was kidding. <laughs> wow. Uh, and so, I work in a grocery store, too, y'all. <laughs> uh, for fuck's sake, let's see. Oh, so if you used it when you're younger because it was normal, hearing people around me excuse any hall use of the N-word or Chinaman or derogatory term for Latinos, nope, whoopee, not an excuse. I use that word all the time. A coworker pointed out the problem, and I laughed. Good. If gypsies weren't fucking such horrible people, then maybe it would be derogatory. Those weddings that they have are crazy, though. Mm-hmm. Donor will become a gypsy, uh, like Dags. You like Dags? It, all you gotta do if you want to learn gypsy culture, watch the movie Snatch. Fucking perfect. Now for our final story today. Um, you sent me this one. This, this well, this, this one's pretty funny. I gotta say, it, I send it, you nothing but funny stuff. Well, sometimes. All the time. Um, Dateline is Sydney, Australia. An Australian toddler was chasing a deadly snake. Oh, yeah. Uh, Now, first of all, Australian kids are probably tougher than every American known to mankind because they're Australian. They aren't smart. They're just tough people. You don't want to fuck with Australians. Um, So he's chasing a deadly snake around the yard like, hey, look at me. I'm a stupid kid chasing a snake. Um. Oh, it, it was the eastern brown snake. Oh, okay, one of the most deadly in the world. That's no big deal. Um, when when the parents finally said, "Oh, crikey, stop chasing that thing," um, they noticed that that the kid had chased the snake back to its nest, where there were a hundred and ten eggs. Every man for themselves. Sorry, Roscoe. Uh, the organization said a resident called saying they had a problem with eastern brown snakes. At one point, 10 hatched in their front garden. A few weeks later, the resident's toddler was found chasing another hatching snake. This is what I would propose. What type uh, of garden is that? Uh, well, it's in Australia, and, and they have all the poisonous snakes and spiders there. This is what I'd first say. Um the first thing I do is leave Australia because I don't want to be around deadly snakes. But if I have to stay there, I'm buying a flamethrower and I'm burning down my yard. Do you think the HOA gets mad that they're growing snakes? Uh, I, you know, I don't know. The crikeys, I don't know if they have an HOA. Uh, I, 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 and I don't know what the letters would be over there either, you know, because everything is weird there. Their water goes the wrong way. Well, uh, you just 
calmly just pick up the phone. Oh, Crockies, hello, animal control. Do you, can you come to... You've got fucking 110 snake eggs in front of you. Fucking gasoline and a match. Burn that shit to the ground. Another reason Ireland is paradise, no fucking snakes. Amen to that. I don't do snakes. I don't do those little reptiles. Uh-uh. No. No, no, no. Roscoe, you're on your own in that snake pit. Uh, let's see. Yes, they do steal. They used to stay at the hotel and work. I could use uh, tell my housekeeper to put their carts in the room and cleaning because the gypsies would come by and take everything. Yeah, see? Does that yeah. mean I'm a gypsy? Because I take stuff off the hotel carts. They only want to give you one towel. I fuck at the hotels we stay at. <laughs> Fucking a! I tell you what, yeah, that was tough. But the last no. hotel really made me give them four towels to get four fresh towels. Yeah, I remember. Oh, <laughs> believe me, I had to deal with that lady too. Uh, so there you go. Uh, wild workers also found two larger snakes in the area. They found with opaque eyes and rough skin, possibly due to the abundance of food in the area, such as frogs, skunks, and younger snakes. Move. Yeah, done. Bye, Australia. Do you Australia. have to put that, like, when you, like, list your house? Yes, I grow snakes. Yeah, you, probably here in America and Australia, it's just a given. I mean, 110. Is that normal for snakes to have that many? Yeah, you might have been a slut. I mean, she might be giving up that fucking snake pug, like, she left has and to right. Be. I mean, fucking whore snake. I mean, I don't know what I'd want worse. Like, like if, if I want a poison snake in my garden or if I want a bear in, in my backyard. Ooh, what about like all those spiders that come flying no, in the air? No spiders. It, like, like, I'm not afraid of spiders. I, I kill them because they need to be dead. They, they don't do anything for my ecosystem. Uh, the spiders don't do anything. I don't like them. If, if something that little can hurt me, then it's going to die. That, that's all I got to say about spiders. Snakes, fucking don't like snakes, but I'll kill a snake too. Bubba's going to bring you a snake. <laughs> Shit. Bubba would run away from a snake. Bu- Bubba's the biggest pussy in the world. He has a good bark, but man, oh, man, no bite. He's going to bring you a rattlesnake. Uh, Timmy Nichols says, I'll take a bear. I can see a bear. Yeah. Uh, that, pff, I don't know. I don't even know why snakes exist. Ooh, deathmatch. Worst animal to confront you. Ooh, I like that. That's a good one. We got a baseball one coming up too. Sometime. I gave Arnie one, but he said it wasn't good enough. Oh, stop it! It it'll be good enough when football season comes back. You don't worry. I had to do a lot of work on that one because there aren't that many of them. There's barely sixteen of them. But it was good. It was a good idea. It was a great idea. I didn't say it wasn't a good idea, did I? Did I say it was a bad idea? Yeah, because you you're didn't liar. Know you're lying. No, you're not telling the truth. Now, you got to remember, I have sound effects at my disposal here. Um, That is going to do it for us today. Uh, I will be back same Arnie time, same Arnie channel tomorrow. Tomorrow is Friday. Tomorrow is St. Patrick's Day. So, Faith and Begora, wear your fucking green, even though green's an unlucky color in Ireland. I'll go over all that tomorrow. Uh, Until then, please remember that every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. So, until tomorrow, have a fantastic Thursday. And adios, everybody. I got sent home from school one day with a shiner on my eye. Fighting was against the rules and it didn't matter why. When Dad got home, I told that story just like I'd rehearsed. Then stood there on those trembling knees. 
waited for the worst And he said, let me tell you a secret About a father's love A secret that my daddy said Was just between us He said, daddies don't just love their children Every now and then It's a love without end, amen It's a love without end, amen When I became a father in the spring of 81 There was no doubt that stubborn boy was just like my father's son And when I thought my patience had been tested to the end took my daddy's secret and I passed it on to him I said let me tell you a secret about a father's love A secret that my daddy said was just between us I said daddies don't just love their children every now and then It's a love without end, amen it's a love without end, amen Last night I dreamed I died and stood outside those pearly gates When suddenly I realized there must be some mistake If they know half the things I've done they'll never let me in then somewhere from the other side I heard these words again And they said, let me tell you a secret About a father's love A secret that my daddy said Was just between us You see, daddies don't just love their children Every now and then It's a love without end, amen It's a love without end, amen Epridge Farm remembers You've got to beat the man, pal I coined the phrase, I am the man Woo! Diamonds are forever! And so is the Arnie State Show. Woo! You've been listening to the Arnie State Show at ArnieRadio.com. Stop it, stop it, stop, 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 stop talking. Um, I, I did just want to take a moment to thank everybody. Goodbye now. I am going to go get late. Goodbye. See you tomorrow. Hey, hey, goodbye. 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 He's done. That's what's happened. It's over. He's Law enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him.